is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything sucked now. Do you have a card? Don't you shake my bones and you rattle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, okay? Jada, I love him. Can't wait to see him, all right? <laughs> Luck is for dudes. I'm like, Joey can't get to his damn computer and phone <laughs> fast enough to just smash everything he can possibly say. <laughs> that means every fucking thing to me. Broncos country, let's ride. Oh, yes, Broncos country. We're riding, baby. Oh, yeah. To where? To the Super Bowl. I already told you, to but we hired Sean that. Payton that the Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl in 2023. So write it down, mark it off, clip the show, whatever you got to do. Fucking do it right now. The Broncos are your 2023 Super Bowl champs. I can save you all the uh, bullshit for next year. You don't even have to worry about it. Just, yeah, sure. yep. just ride with it. Ride yep. with it. Come on, take a ride with me, homie. Joey Fats Radio, Row 1C1. Thank you all for joining us on this absolutely beautiful Tuesday evening yeah. in late February. Kind of raining shit out. It's... It, it doesn't matter. It's a glorious evening. We're on the air. It is a glorious evening. 774-992-8702. Please be sure to give us a like and a share uh, as you move along throughout the show tonight. Uh, you know, let your friends know that we are we are here. Uh, we got a lot to get into. I know I say that every single week. Well, but we usually do usually have a lot to get into. But we do. And there is a lot. We're once a week. We are a once a week show, so there is always a lot to get into. Yeah, for You know, sure. we've got beef. It's what's for dinner. We've got the Denver Broncos. We've got the NBA All-Star Game. We've got NBA players criticizing other NBA players for sitting. We've got... I didn't hear uh, that what else, what, oh, what, you didn't what, hear what, Anthony Edwards? Oh. Tee off? You didn't hear him tee off? Guy, oh, we got I've, that. I've been really distracted. Oh. We got... We got Eric. I love we got Edwards. Eric Bieniemy and Sean being dead ass right about him again. <laughs> we got we got we got up. a little bit of Carl Malone. We're gonna get into some Daytona 500. Is the Carl Malone news? Uh, Aaron, what about guy? Aaron Rodgers? A Rod being A Rod too. We got A Rod and Carr. We got we got some of that. There's We're a gonna, lot of shit going around. The, the Derek Carr news. I legit just like laugh my ass off. We're gonna get into a it's little bit of the. The Daytona 500 experience I that I just got to experience. <laughs> he thought the, he thought the Actually, you know what? Before <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into uh, we're gonna lead off with the Tiger Woods thing. But before we get into Tiger Woods, I, I do want to touch a little bit on the on the Daytona 500 because obviously I was there on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I was there on Thursday night for the qualifiers. I was there Friday night for the truck race, which unfortunately was shortened by rain, um, and was promising to be the best race of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, which it usually is. For for those that don't know, if you, if you if you're gonna watch a uh, any NASCAR that. Speed Week race Friday night, you got nothing to do. Uh, tune into that truck race. Yeah. I'm telling you on FS1. I didn't know that. I didn't, is, I didn't know it was a good race. I just those, was... those you got a good mixture of like savvy vets and a bunch of kids who don't know what they don't know, <laughs> and it makes for a fantastic finish every <laughs> single year. Um, so I was there for that. Saturday, I took off. I was not there for the ARCA, the Xfinity race. I didn't get to see Frankie Muniz race, you know, because he, he uh, made Malcolm his ARCA debut. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle made his ARCA debut on Saturday. How is he racing? He has brain damage. No, he's racing, man. Yeah, dude. Are you he's sure you're like, talking about a, the same guy? Frankie Muniz. Um, yeah. Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm he was middle. Malcolm. Frank, yeah. And he stopped acting because he had brain damage. Nah, he's like racing cars now. Yeah, he's sure. like, he's a professional you know, race car driver that? now. He's no. like been getting like high up. Like, I he's, don't know if he, 
made his ARCA debut on Saturday yeah, in the ARCA like, series, the ARCA like Menard series. A lot of like racing and stuff, and he, I guess, I mean, I remember back in the day he paid some like absurd amount of money for the Fast and the Furious Volkswagen. Yeah, the white one. He paid like two hundred fifty grand for it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, I would never pay that amount of money. Yeah, that I know. I'm right, but I'm like, that's cool that like he bought that car. Like, that's sick. Because I'm 100 right. Did he? Well, he's still he had, he's racing fucking cars. Dude. He's had several. They don't even know how many he's had strokes, and he has uh, uh, memory loss and am- and uh, and slight amnesia. Well, he's fucking racing cars. How so. is that dude allowed to pass and race cars? <laughs> I don't know. He can have a stroke ra- at any minute. He's racing fucking cars. Listen, man, he's a professional race car driver now, so he's doing what he's doing. So I wasn't, but I wasn't I there. To, I wasn't there to see that. I was there to see Haley Deegan uh, on Friday night when she got caught up in a, in a wreck, and she was just like, "I saw I, that." Frankie I just Deegan? pretended this truck was Brian Deegan, <laughs> and uh, it was like, "Haley, you shouldn't do that." Um, good commercial, but no, you shouldn't do that. I don't even know. That's, that's one of those jokes. If you know, you know. Yeah, I don't. She so. made. A, she she was probably like three years old when that joke. When that if, commercial. If she was even born. If she, that was like yeah. 2000, 2001. Oh, so, yeah. She might not like, even have been no, born No, I yet. think she's only like 20. Yeah. I, I don't think she was even alive for that yet. Wow. Yeah. The yeah. Dark Man. You don't remember those commercials, the Dark Man commercials with the, for the X Games? Do you remember Dark Man? He was yes. like, this is like the guy of the cape and like the bad guy. And he yes. was just like, and he just like smashed a vase. And he's like, I just pretended that vase was Brian Deegan. You know, and that's like Haley Deegan's dad. Yeah. That was like 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah no I shit. I think that was yeah. 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was 2000s. Uh, it was late 90s, early 2000s. It was definitely early, uh, it was definitely it early was. 2000s. Yeah, it was back in the day. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, we all root for Haley. We all root for Haley Deegan. And I root for her brother, who's now coming up in the 250 class in, Super, in Supercross. Yeah, but you Danger guys, boy. see, that's Danger the thing. Boy. Like, Danger Boy Deegan. Dane, oh, that's his that's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck uh, is it? Huxon? Is he a straight goon? One of one of the I think one of them is. Huxon. Is that what you? Is that isn't that what you call the kids that like drag their toes while they're full throttle? Well, like, like goon riding, goon riding shit. I mean, yeah, there are there is a such thing as goon ride, uh, goon riding. It, it, it's is he good. one of them? No, no, no. He's nice with it. No, I mean, I I know he's nice with it, but could, like, he could goon ride if he wanted. Yeah, like, on he, purpose and like, make and, it and look st- funny and still like, and still just smoke everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, because what was what was it? Wasn't there a beef between Brian Deegan and like Travis Pastrana back in the day? Well, or like, back, uh, no, like, well, wasn't like a beef. It was like, um, I forget what the fuck. It was like jump, Ronnie, it, it was, was like a, Ronnie Coleman versus Jay Cutler kind of nah, thing. Like, well, no, so like what. Rivals or something? Yeah, like back in the day, I can't remember the dudes' names. They made um fuck dude. They made all these videos, dude. It was like the it was like the illest motocross videos. Sorry, I just sprung this on. Crusty Demons. Yeah. If you would give me a chance. So Crusty Demons. Glad Demon, you said Paul, because I'm like, I don't Krusty know. Crusty Demon. I know you have no idea. Was um I forget the two guys. It was two like random ass dudes who started Crusty Demons in Dirt. That was like the biggest motocross like video, like like that you could get back in the day that, you know what I mean? You had to pay for them. I, I remember, like, watching them. So, like, back in the day, like, Travis Pastrana was, like, invited to go out and, like, rip it up with these dudes. And his dad and his parents were, like, wicked, 
like uh like hesitant about like letting him go, but they were like, fuck it. This is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. So Travis got let to go out with these dudes who produced across the demons of dirt and Deegan was out there, this like up and coming like California kid. And I don't know if it was like Ocotillo Ranch or if it was like something other uh, like like one of those big like Temecula, something like that, one of those California ranches. And they were hitting this jump and it was like Pastrana came out. He's like a 16-year-old kid or 14 maybe, something like that. Like, wicked, wicked young. And he would come out and he fucking was going to hit this ill step down. And, like, Deegan was like, yo, I can't fucking have that, dude. And, like, he had to go, like, one-up him. And they kept both hitting, like, this fucking ill step down, like, one-upping each other, like, doing shit. And that was kind of how, like, the little, like, rivalry kind of thing started between, like, Deegan and Pastrana, like... It was. It stems so, from like. But way you were. Back. But there was like. But you had basically like two trains of thought. Like back in those days, like you were either like Team Pastrana or Team Deegan. Like you couldn't. It was like if you were like a Jeff I mean, Gordon fan or a or an Earnhardt fan or if you were a Red Sox fan or a Yankees fan. Yeah, well, or it was Celtics like, Lakers, like something like that. Like it was kind of. It wasn't. It was that kind of rivalry, right? I mean, in a sense, yeah, because like, uh, Metal Militia came up, and like. I guess Pastrana didn't really have, like, anything, like, any kind of, like, team or, like, name or anything. He was just his own. He was his own fucking battle. I mean, they came out with the Nitro Circus shit, but that was, like, after, uh, that was after Metal Militia was formed. Metal Militia had, like, all the bad motherfuckers, like, Ronnie Feist and, like, fucking Nate Adams and, um, what was his name? God rest his fucking soul, Pitbull, um... Son of a bitch. I can't think of his name. Uh, he passed away in, in Costa Rica. He, Mr. 305? He, no, he crashed. Uh, he had a crash. Um, wow, it's going to kill me now. I was like, I have no idea. It's going to kill me. Stick if you say the name, I'm so mad, dude. If you say the name, I'll look it up. Jeremy Lusk. Sorry. Yeah, okay, so Jeremy go. Lusk, like, um, and there was like a shitload of dudes. Like, this is all back in the day when, like, if you used to watch Spike Network, Spike used to have this show called M80. And M80 used to just be all freestyle motocross riders and like I remember, all the I remember you, shit. I remember you, you dude, watched that when we were kids. Dude, I would record like every fucking, every show, dude, from M80, bro. Like all the OGs from- When like, him and I were kids, right? So we shared, him and I shared a room when I we were in high school. I remember M80. And yeah. when we were, we had a, you know, my parents had a raised ranch and like, you know, we had the bottom level, but we yep. weren't Portuguese, so we didn't have a kitchen downstairs. So it was basically <laughs> like we had a bedroom, a laundry room. And then like a living area, and and the living room was basically his his and my area to share. And Squeefy lived upstairs. He yeah, was he was yeah, like doomed. He got up. Yeah. He was he was uh, banished to the upper world. And Paul <laughs> and I were in the basement, and like and it was our, kind of our like own little apartment. And him and I used to battle. I mean, battle over like the TVs, like what we were gonna watch. Because this is well before the days of like having multiple TVs in a room or yeah. in a house. Like, on even, demand, any yeah. Kind of there shit was like, like yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, I'll record this, we can watch it later, like whatever. Right, no, no, no. Right. It was like, now nah, this is on. We got one VCR with one blank tape, and I'm recording this shit. And I'm like, yeah, but the new South Park's on, like yeah. in the middle of this, so you're gonna have to stop it and record South Park because that's right. what I want to watch. And like we would literally like like it would come like blow. We'd be like, like Paul would have the remote in his hand, and I I'd have him pinned to the ground. I'd be like <laughs> slamming it on the fireplace, like trying to break it free. And he's like, No, I'm not letting go. That's a fact. He's like, We're watching Metal Militia, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is, motherfucker, yeah. but we're not watching it. And we would have these like crazy like fights over the fucking TV and shit. Yeah. But I remember watching this shit with him when we were kids, and. 
I just remember there being like I remember Metal Militia, I remember M80, I remember Spike TV, yep. and I remember like the, the, always the name. There was always these like certain names that always came up, and it was always Deegan Pastrana. Because I remember like when we were really little, like it was like Ricky Carbuckle's world, and everybody was just living in it. When it came to Moto uh, X, like yeah, mate, you kind of came in late in the game because I remember like Jeff Emig and like. You know Jeremy McGrath. And well, like, Jeremy, and like, yeah, Jeremy McGrath was another one. Like, yeah, when, when David we, Bradshaw. When we would watch like the yeah, they walked yeah. away videos, right, right, the Diamond Peas. Yeah, bro. Diamond P from like the yeah, early nineties. It was yeah. Jeremy McGrath. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, fucking Jeff Emig and and even Kevin Windham was even old. He was young back then, but K Dub's been around so long. He was on. He was on those. But we got a good. We we had a good variety. Like we had a good. Like you got me into like dirt bikes like i never i not into it but like i yeah. you, you introduced me to it i never really got into it but i always appreciated the fuck out of the sport yeah and i was and i was favorite. i was kind of fucking loved it because it was it was pretty badass like across always been my favorite dude you see some of the other shit these dudes do in, in outdoors and in nationals and shit like that not so much like supercross like supercross is cool it's technical it's fat you know it, it you appreciate it for what it is and how fast these guys can get through a course, as to, you know the way that it's set up. Absolutely, but like considering I've is fun, considering like, I've never gotten on a dirt bike and gotten off without at least two broken ribs and one concussion, <laughs> I have and all so the he's trying to force the air out of himself. <laughs> uh, yo, you scratched my helmet, Derek, coming over ripping off. I was like, yo, yeah. I'm like, yo, you broke my clutch lever. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Joey's over there. <sighs> like trying to breathe and you're like, yeah, oh, I've man, I've Joey. never I've never gotten on a dirt bike and come yeah. away without broken bones. Yeah, so never even tried. Up. Yeah, I, it's it's not my forte. Okay, I'm I'm part of the uh, four wheels good, two wheels bad. If anybody remembers that, um, that was that uh, was that road rule road rules or real world? I forget. But anyway, probably road uh, rules, not real world. I think it was I think it was road rules. Four wheels good, two wheels bad. Uh, two wheels bad for fats. Fats does not get a lot. Me. What about three? Um, I have actually gotten on a three wheeler, which is apparently like way more dangerous yeah, than they anything. Yeah, outlawed them. Shits. Yeah, no shit. The slingshots? No three wheeling. Like, oh, 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 I thought you were talking about like the ATC three wheelers, the old nah, Honda nah, three wheelers. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, like the old three wheelers. The old like dirt. No, not like, the, the no, 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 not the, not the new ones with the one wheel in the back and the nah, two in the front. Not, no, we're talking about, we're talking Honda, about two, like, in the, two in the back, one in the front. They banned them? Those are illegal. Yeah, why? they banned them because they're so fucking dangerous. <laughs> because they are why? so dangerous, up on those dude. things so yeah, bad. Yeah, they are horrifically, like, they used to race them and shit, and people would get worked, bro. You would get broke off in a heartbeat. They banned them. There's no They more. are. Once it, they start to that, go, it's over. They, and they banned the shit in the fucking 80s when, like, was that the Cowboy Up. Was, yeah. Like, huh? Was that the that? accident this morning on 195? <laughs> uh, I know, I, I, no, on the on the on the on the bridge. I don't know on the Braga. No, there was like nine on the 195 this morning. Yeah, those I were mean, the one like in Fall River, like off of the bridge. Listen, one on I the was, bridge. We were we. I was touching down in Providence, and I switched my phone off airplane mode. My wife does the same thing right around the same time, and immediately she goes, "You'll be fucking kidding me." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "There's an accident on fucking 195." Like an explosion accident. Like the kind I'm of like, burst what do you flames. mean? I'm like, come on. I'm like, how bad can it be? It's bad. And she shows me the traffic, and I'm like, ah, that's going west. I'm like, we're going east. We're fine. Go in the other direction. We'll be fine. Yeah, okay. And then she's like, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. I'm like, what are you, what is going on? Like, 
I know we live in New England, right? Yeah. And I know the weather changes day to day in the wintertime. Like, it can go from, you know, we had 65 degrees the other day, and then, right. you know, we had negative 34, you know, or 37, whatever it was, one day. Like, that was fucking wild. But, like, why does that affect the way you drive? Everyone took off their snow tires. Just the FYI. Yeah, like I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm just kind of uh, right because we haven't of, had anything all winter, so they're like, I kind of want to. Yeah, it. but there was no snow. It was just rain. No, it was right. snow this morning. There was, no, that was not snow. If it did not, it, no, that was sleet. It was fat snow. It was sleet. It was glorified sleet. And if you can't figure out how to drive in this shit by now, and you live in this area of the country, just get the fuck out. It, it made me, like, so late for so many things, like, so many different places. Like, I, I had to travel this morning, and I'm like, why am I stuck in traffic everywhere I go? Every direction, there was an accident. Yeah. And everyone... People I, suck at I driving, I don't dude. understand this. Even it's incredible I, to me. When I used to travel to Boston, you guys travel a lot farther than I do now. But now, if I have to travel at all, and I get stuck in any kind of accident, I'm immediately in a bad mood. Like, <laughs> no like Oh, no don't emotion. get me wrong. If I get stuck in any kind of traffic, I'm in a, immediately in a pissed-off mood, too. But, but my, my thing is, like, we, we live in the northeast corner of the country. We get inclement weather. We've all been doing this since we were 16 years old. And yet? And yet we progressively get worse at it every year? And it mystifies me every time, especially on 93 when it goes down the two lanes and someone gets in an accident and immediately, instead of getting over, I'm just going to get on my car right here. Here we go. <laughs> get back in your goddamn car. Yeah, yeah. I can't stand that. To to like the uh, the the end of me, I'm like, how is nobody getting absolutely murdered by someone in on like in the opposing lane just, just slamming out? <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like it. If you do something every single day, right? I, so I'll be I'm third. I just turned thirty eight. I've been driving since I was sixteen. Okay, that's twenty two years. You've graduated and went to college for driving. Yes, I I've been driving for twenty two years. I am a much better driver at 38 than I was at 16. Yeah. I've gotten much better. Yeah, I would think so. Over You're those 22 to. years. I still drive with people to this day who have driven longer than me or 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 should have had more experience than I have or been doing this longer than I have and yet they are inherently worse than I am. I I don't understand. And I am a tremendous I I'm listen, I will be I am the biggest bitch about like being a, a, a critic about your driving like i will criticize your driving paul and i are cut from the same cloth so i know paul drives like me yeah. it's so paul's like oh, one of the few facebook, people you asshole what i was gonna i was gonna photoshop that i am the biggest bitch instead <laughs> if it put i am dash 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 bitch <laughs> so i didn't even bother <laughs> I Sorry. I know I know Paul's cut from the same cloth as I am, so I know he drives the same way I do. Very aggressive. And aggressive defensive. It's a it's aggressive defensive. There's a difference. Yeah. But everybody everybody who drives these days, it just seems like everyone just sucks at it. Yeah, I could tell dad almost fucked me today. I could tell you how that almost happened later on. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 down to here. I, I draw I was going I was following dad down Route Six past Walmart to drop his truck off so he can get a suspension redone. And dad's cruising. And, and of course, there's some dickhead, right? There's some dickhead in the left-hand lane. And he's apparently, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's at, like, one of, like, the turn sections in Route 6. You know yeah. how the, the median yeah, breaks yeah. off and you can turn. He's not in the notch. 
He's not in the fucking notch. No, he's to in the left. left lane. He's in the fucking left lane right before the notch with his left blinker on. But do you think dad's cool and just like, hey, maybe I should give my son a heads up and like get over to the right lane a little bit sooner? Not like, ha ha, like right after as I'm following and then leaves me with a fucking guy stopped dead in the middle of Route 6 where I'm like, fuck, and I jam my brakes on. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, dad almost checkmated my ass. I'm like, dad literally almost checkmated my ass. Me and Keith have this joke about checkmating people and like yeah, yeah. forcing them into accidents. And Oh, dad drives like a dick. Yeah, dad was just like, and I'm going to switch lanes. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, dad was, is dad is one I of those people. I can't truck. Dad's one of those people that only cares about himself Good when he's driving. Good thing I got the brakes done on my fucking Which truck. is why I, I don't drive like dad. I take a lot <laughs> from how dad taught me how to drive. But I do not drive like my he father. He almost fucked I, me today. Yeah. I am I am constantly looking in my rearview mirror. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking for I'm looking for like what's coming up. Like I'll yeah. put my I'll throw my hazards yeah. on. But you, you can know, see what blinker. I'm talking about yeah. though. How dad just like switch lanes, stopped car, and I'm like fuck. Like you know what I mean? Like jam the brakes on. That's how like, I got Jesus into my first accident. Christ. That's how I, exactly yeah. how I got into my first accident. I had I was behind a box truck, and, and I gave dad two cars. Two cars. Anyway. Right. Space. Yeah. Did you tell him this? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he, he was just like, yeah, I don't fucking know. That guy was a fucking asshole. And I'm like, nah, dad. I'm like, you switched lanes at the last minute, leaving me out to dry. I, I was you basically, literally, you literally I was left. basically Ed McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking Wayne Corbettered me, you I motherfucker. I was so Ed McCaffrey on that. Just leave me out to dry over the middle. Bam. Yeah. You're lucky I fucking put brakes on my truck like three months ago and they were brand new because... And it wasn't that wet out, but I slammed my brakes. I sent all the shit in the back of my truck onto the floor. I'm like, motherfucker. Unbelievable. But I will say this. Uh, as far as, and we're not going to sit here and I'm, uh, I, I will uh, I will say that my bets for last week, the guys that I, I recommended uh, for, you know, for sports betting for, for, for the Daytona 500. Yeah. I was pretty close to spot on. At one point, I mean, obviously, I didn't, I didn't hit on any of my bets. Um, I had Kyle Busch as my favorite. He was leading with four laps ago. I wanted him doing. If that caution doesn't come out, or if they make it another lap, he probably ends up winning it. Uh, I had Austin Dillon as my long odds, as my thirty-five hundred plus, I think odds. Uh, he was in it right up until the end. Uh, literally, he was. I mean, he was running in second. With with when the green white checkered came out, which is NASCAR's version of overtime, and uh, I forget who I had in the third spot, but uh, I think it was Corey LaJoy who yep. he did not have a he did, he had a he got up he led I think he led a lap or he was up towards the front at one point, uh, but he didn't have a great did not have a great race. Uh, but back to Travis Pastrana and. Everything else, and we'll we'll, we'll tie this Daytona and thing up. And the Deegan family, yeah. and the Deegan family. So obviously, we're all rooting for Haley. She got fucked up on on Friday in the yeah, truck I race. Yeah, I was pissed. Typical super speedway. You just get collected in those things. You, there's no there's nowhere to go. Uh, I've driven enough super speedway races on my sim to know um, when shit starts going sideways in front of you, you you have two options. You either slam on the brakes, you you pick a lane and slam on the brakes, or you smash the gas and pick a lane. And right. it's basically 50-50. You have, you know, you, you're just kind of along for the ride at that point, and you hope you get through it. Um, Travis Pastrana, 
I will say this. Uh, he he did join up with uh I, I forget what, what what was the team that he was uh he was a part of this week. Fuck me. Um it was a good it's a good team. I think he was with twenty three XL, wasn't he? Or was no he with idea. Gibbs? I'm gonna say he's with Hang on, I'll tell you in a second. Uh Jeff Gordon uh, Racing. Not a thing. But uh why not? I'm surprised it's not. Tom Petty Racing. Tom Petty. <laughs> and I'm running down. <laughs> yes, he was. He was basically backed. He was. Uh, so so Pastrana was racing for uh, 23XI. Yeah, bri- uh, Black uh, which Rifle is, Coffee Company. Which well, he was sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee Company, but he was uh, running for 23XI, which is Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan's team. Uh, which oh, is no which is basically like a branch off of Gibbs Racing. Yeah. So Joe Gibbs, like it's the same thing as Wallace, JGR right? is fucking. I mean, JGR is NASCAR royalty. Joe Gibbs Racing is it. That's that's royalty. Right. Uh, so they had he had great backing, he had great support. He I was qualified, and I think him. he came in. I think he qualified actually in dead ass last. Um, he just made the he cut. just made the cut, but he led a lap. And he ended up finishing 11th overall. Which is crazy. And I want to say this about Travis Pastrana. Like, everybody sits there, like, people sitting there like, oh, yeah, he came to NASCAR and, like, kind of ticked on everybody. Oh, <laughs> like, he, he had a chance. Like, like, no, no, no. He got lucky he was where he was at the end. Don't get me wrong. If he ran a full 36 race season or whatever, he wouldn't even be a after. He'd be an afterthought. He'd, he'd, he wouldn't even make it. Why? Uh, because it's extremely difficult. NASCAR is not easy. It's not like the other. You don't see a lot of pr- professional transition. Yeah, I you don't like. So. He right. came from F one. No, does no. not matter. Strana came from. He started off in motocross. Then he went bikes. to rally. Oh, that's cross. right. Then he just had a bunch of money and started fucking around. And then he started like dicking around with like racing. Red Bull and shit and everything else. Right, right. And right. I will say this about Travis Pastrana: the man is a fucking phenom. Uh, There's you can put him behind the wheel. He's Michael Phelps or, behind the wheel. Yeah, like oh, the dude. The, he can do anything. There's you know nothing. I mean? There's yeah. There's no stroke this guy ain't got. Right. Like with, with you, a motor. Okay, that's with pretty a motor. cool. That's and, pretty cool. You you put him in a rally car. He's got it. You put him on a dirt bike. He's got it. You Shit, put him in a cup car. He even jumped out of a plane without a fucking parachute and skydived to the parachute and put it on and then pulled the parachute and lived. Like I mean. When they and introduce him, when they introduce him <laughs> very, on like a lot of part. like um when they introduce him on like certain like um uh what's it like uh you know whatever the sport that I'm trying alternative sport uh, uh action, extreme sports extreme action sports whatever when they just it usually says like professional everything you know what I mean because Pastrana's that the, guy it, though he's the but he's the dude that'll go to like Vegas and didn't he jump the rally car like over like. You know the fountain or something? Uh, no. Well, Mike or, Metzger was the one who backflipped over the fountain. Um, no, 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 not on the bike in the in the in the Subi. Who did, did it in the Subi? Was that Ken Block? I don't remember. Probably I jumped the fountain in. in Vegas. I don't know. Somebody jumped the yeah, fountain. One of the Jim Connor videos. Whatever. Whatever. It's it's fucking. Or, it's, or it's the it's Nitro of, Circus. Shit. Yeah, it's one of like three dudes. Either Travis Pastrana yeah. or somebody else. Or Ken Block. Or Ken or Block. Or that's probably Mike Metzger. You're yeah. like, yeah, okay, cool. Like no, one Mike Metzger was the one who backflipped over the fucking. Big in the, in the, on the on the bike. On the bike. Yeah. Way back in the day. Yeah, he was nasty, but. 
I just want to give like props to Travis Pastrana because what he did on Sunday to finish 11th in a, in a, in a Daytona 500. That, I was super impressed. Listen, to finish 11th in a Daytona 500 means you got to finish the Daytona 500, which in itself is difficult extremely to difficult to do. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right, there was a lot. There was championship drivers, guys who have won championships that right. didn't finish the Daytona. There are people 500. who drove F, like IndyCar and shit and have transitioned over and have never like right. Raced and, so you've got guys okay. that going discipline to discipline is not easy. I think there's only maybe one or two guys in NASCAR that if you threw them in an Indy car or an F1 car, they could actually handle it. And, like, Kyle Larson is probably the only guy right now that I can think of that is a guy that could do that. Keep going. I just got a question after this. But no, I'm just saying that was that was kind of the end of my point. I, oh. I, I don't think there's anybody else that could do it. Who is somebody that you would love to see in a NASCAR, a, a, a highly toted professional in whatever they race, who is somebody that you would love to see try and legitimately race the Daytona 500, somebody who doesn't race NASCAR? Hulk Hogan. No, no, no. I mean a driver. <laughs> somebody who's a driver. I was thinking, honestly, I would fucking love to see Lewis Hamilton. I was going to say, it had to be somebody from F1. Yep. I would love to see fucking Lewis Hamilton literally try and jump in a NASCAR and fucking drive the Daytona 5 or Talladega. He'd be so pissed off. What do you think? Like, what do you think would happen, though, with him doing that? Like, I think it would look a lot like what happened with Juan Pablo Montoya when he came over from F1. You know what I mean? Like he's a guy who won Monaco, and he came over to NASCAR, and he just so if you put so so say you put Hamilton in a season, in an entire season from start to finish, he's bottom four. You think so? Five? Yeah, absolutely. I I I tend to believe you. I I don't even think he would finish the season. To be honest, I don't even think he would be able to like finish and qualify like the season. But I just think like. But if you put Kyle Larson in an F one car. Yeah, like Kyle Larson, I feel like is I feel like Kyle Larson would at least get Kyle Larson would would achieve a podium in F one yeah. before Lewis Hamilton got a win, a win in NASCAR. In NASCAR, right, right. Because I just think because it's I, a difference, I, I, and like, I think if if you know what we're talking about in terms of how, like how difficult achieving a podium in F one is, right? Because this actually it's isn't not, shitting on Lewis Hamilton. No, it's this not. Isn't actually shitting on no. Lewis Hamilton. Contrary to popular belief of what I just said, if you flip and, and let's on, say and let's say Lewis Hamilton, let's just say we switch Lewis Hamilton and Kyle Larson right now. Right. Lewis Hamilton goes to NASCAR. Kyle Larson goes to F one. I bet. Kyle I think Larson. Kyle Larson gets a podium with Bef- Mercedes before, before Lewis Hamilton facts. even gets gets a top five. Facts. Like, yeah, top five. Yeah, I'm saying top five I mean, because because you can like like we just saw on on Sunday. Like, look with with the Daytona 500, and again, the Daytona 500. If you've never been to a NASCAR race, the Daytona 500 is. If you're ever gonna go to one, go to that one. I I I I would prefer to go like I wanna go to see Talladega next. That's my that's my next bucket list. I've been to the summer race in Daytona. I've been to the Tal I've been to the Daytona five hundred twice. I had more fun at the Daytona five hundred on Sunday than I have at every single NFL football game I've ever been to combined. And that includes playoffs. The the whole nine, the fact that I walked in the gate with a thirty rack and two bottles of vodka in a backpack, 
on ice. I was like, what's in the backpack? And they were like, <laughs> and they were like, do you have any glass in here, sir? And I was like, absolutely not. I would never disrespect this holiest place by bringing in glass. But Joey loves his shirt. I have three guns. And the guys, and they were like, please. And please. they and the and the lady goes, you're a good boy, aren't you? And I said, <laughs> I am. Is she a mom? And she she was old enough to be a mom. Yeah. And she starts stabbing around in my bag looking for glass. Doesn't find any. She goes. Have a great day, sir. I said, I will. And she goes, I bet. <laughs> and the so just, dope. the employees, the cleanliness of the facilities. I mean, you got guys in there like at every every 15 minutes, there's a dude in every in every bathroom, like mopping up the floors. Oh, okay. Stall like re you know, restocking the paper towels, making sure the toilet papers are all thing. Like the amenities were unbelievable. Daytona does the, the speedway itself, and this is independent of NASCAR because NASCAR and Daytona are two Daytona. NASCAR races at Daytona. Daytona's its own thing, obviously. Um, but the the amount of effort that they put in to making the experience for the fan just top notch was unbelievable. I've never been to a sporting event where I felt more welcomed, more catered to, more just, hey, do what you want to do. Go where you want to go. Like, you got your tickets. Like, it was the most, it was the freest I've ever felt at a major sporting event. And that is literally the Super Bowl of auto racing. Right. You you can't do what what we what I did on Sunday at the Super Bowl and the NFL. Right. You can't walk in there with a thirty rack in your backpack, right. and then your wife toting in two bottles of vodka like clang them together. You know, like no 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 <laughs> nope. They were all in plastic water bottles because we poured them in because you can't bring glass. Makes sense. Oh, sorry, can't bring glass. No glass. That's, that's the one fault. rule. You can't bring glass. It's it's very simple. Then you get to your seats. I mean, you go to the concession stands. The people, everybody's so fucking polite and nice, and just courteous. What state was this? Florida. Florida. Okay. Daytona. No, I'm I'm joking. Saying, like, <laughs> dude, I fell for it again. It's, That's like the second time. If you I ask me, if you ask me, Broncos versus whomever in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or Daytona 500. You're taking the Daytona. I'm going to the Daytona 500. I don't believe you. Broncos, every time, Broncos Broncos versus anybody. Every time, and the, and the Broncos win. Nah, I got I'm your still ass. Taking the Daytona no, Miami. you're not. I'm still taking Daytona. Really though? Because Daytona's a whole week. It's it starts on Thursday. Well, actually, the Super Bowl's a whole week too. They got press. Yeah, day. but I don't really give a shit. I don't. But I don't, if honestly, you had press pass, nah, right? Okay. Press pass all up in this shit. Go, go wherever in, you want. Go wherever you want. Meet whoever you want. But here's the thing. I would, only, I would only need to go to the Act Super Bowl. like you've been there. Yeah, I'm talking like grabbing shrimp off of whoever's on dirt plate. Like, yeah, okay. Yo, who, what do you, oh, you own fucking, um, what do you Oh, you own Walmart? Okay, you yeah. You own Walmart? Yeah, yeah off a of blank. Give me a shrimp, bitch. No, that's Home Depot. What did, what did I say? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But I'm saying just, you know, brushing elbows with but the higher-ups. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying doing as what far you as, did at Daytona at the Super Bowl. As far as an event goes, as far as just being there at the event, like, all right, let's remove the Broncos from the, from the equation, all right? All right, yeah. Let's just say Super Bowl, Daytona 500. Yeah. I'm going to the Daytona 500 every single time. So you're telling me you can go down to mm-hmm. all the... 
locker room. Yep. Everything. If I have equal access to the Daytona 500 and equal access to the Super Bowl, I'm going to the Daytona 500 every single time. I'm I'm calling fucking hardcore bullshit. Yeah, too, on I'm calling that bullshit. One. On I'm that calling one. bullshit. On that I don't one, think you understand no, how much more fun the Daytona 500 is. But here's where my reason. I'm happy coming. for you. Here's I'm where like, my, I don't know. Here's where my reasoning comes in. It's because, hey, you've already done what you've wanted to do but at see, the Daytona, Daytona 500. No, You'll never do what you want to do what you're talking about at the Super Bowl. I don't Listen, think. I, I mean, say all things equal. Like, let's just say I can pick one year to year. Yeah. Every year it comes up. It's like Super Bowl 500. Super Bowl 500. Which one do I want to go? I can only pick dude, one. Go to the fucking Super Bowl. I'm dude. picking the 500 most most times. I'm just saying the 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 way that everything works down there at that racetrack. Yeah. The way that event comes together, and if you've never been there, <clears throat> and you you've been there. Yeah. When we we were kids, yeah, I and, do and, remember and, it very yeah, fondly though. I remember you do, and but we were but we were little kids. Yeah, it was ninety six. Fucked out. I was, was eleven. So you were times. nine. Right. And even it, Charlotte, <laughs> even going to Charlotte. Yeah. we've driven up and down East Coast. But I'm saying, races. like when we went when we went to I've the probably been to when twenty we races kids. when I was a kid, at least twenty races. Dude, we went to New Hampshire every single year yeah. from ninety three to oh four, basically. And then Charlotte and Daytona a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe not 20, but like. No, definitely not 20. Maybe because like New Hampshire didn't start doing the two-year thing. Two I probably went to like five New Hampshire races, three Charlotte races, two. So probably like nine or ten. We'll call it nine or ten. You've been With to, Charlotte and Daytona in, included. I've been to a couple. You've been to two all-star races in Charlotte. You've been to one Daytona 500. That's three. Yeah. And then probably like four or five. New Hampshire New Hampshire yeah. yeah, so so about ten. About ten. Ten. Uh, I I think I, I've done a little bit more than that now. At this point, I've been to Daytona yeah, now I would love to one, go two, back. three times. I want to go to a big time race. I want to go to like Dega. Well, next year Dega's on my list. Dega is definitely on my list to do next Wouldn't year. Mind because, going to that, dude. But if I can get vacation to go to the five hundred again next year, I'm going. Because now I know what to, now I know what to do. Now I know what to buy in advance. Yeah. And I would like to go. And. And we might perhaps just, you know, if we get the UNH, the, the, the you know fan zone passes and we get the row one C one media passes, which we will be uh which will we will be able to apply for by this yeah. time next year. Yeah. We might get some garage passes. Maybe we uh we end up interviewing Haley Deegan. And you know, you shoot your shot and you know, whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gra- Graham in the chat is fucking killing me. Like what? On the way out of the race, they give you an AR-15 and a Kyle Rittenhouse T-shirt. <laughs> I wish. Yo, that would be. Sick. There were there there were a shitload of uh, no. Let's go, Brandon and oh, fuck okay. Joe Biden chants. I think I said there was a shitload of Kyle Rittenhouse T-shirts. I'm like what? The fuck? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. Honestly, I the only the only shit I saw was uh, I saw a lot of Let's Go Brandon T-shirts. And a lot of Trump 2020, uh, 2020 2024 t-shirts. Bro, I told you I went to uh, Key West. It, I went to Key West last year. All the gift shops. And it wasn't even a lot per se. It was just like you know you had a couple. Everything in Key West. Everything in Key West was Trump 2024. Everything. Good. But it was stickers of the year 20, no, 2024 good. over to 2020 hats, which yeah, made me laugh. Right, well, yeah, well, <laughs> that was ghetto like, shit. Oops. Yeah. Well, guess uh, what? But uh, we'll, the conservatives, we'll, you know. <laughs> we'll drop it. We'll, we'll drop the. Uh, we'll get off the day. We'll get off the NASCAR talk there. Uh, but I just do want to say it was. It was an absolutely phenomenal experience. 
Uh, I got to meet one of my childhood heroes. I got to meet Dale Jarrett. You know, yeah, I, I saw that. It looks pretty cool. I, uh, I took a quick picture with him. Um, didn't want to bother him too much because I was like, there was kids. Because initially, I was like, oh no, my wife was like, she's like, go, like go up to him, and I'm like, no, I'm like, there's kids trying to get autographs. And then it dawned on me, I'm like, wait a minute, these kids are so fucking young. They never even saw this motherfucker race. They're just going up to get like, they're just going up for clout. I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, this is one of my fucking childhood heroes. Get the fuck out of my way. And I kind of bulldozed like a couple like eight, nine year old kids and like kind of like shut them. I was like, hey, Dale, walking selfie, like walking photo. And he stopped and he looked and he saw my, I had a Davey Allison t shirt and hat on. He goes, man, that's a, you know, that's a badass t shirt. And I was like, thanks, man. He goes, yeah. I was like, hey, thanks for 1994 and taking over Ernie for Ernie, you know, after his accident. I said, you really, you know, you kind of saved my season that year. You know, in terms of rooting, and he's like, right. and he's looks at me, goes, "Glad I could help." Yeah, and I was like, "Appreciate you, man. Love you, big guy." Took the picture, walked away, and that was that, and it was whatever. So, but yep. Dale Jarrett, nicest fucking dude, super sweetheart. Like, and I, I, I couldn't be more, I couldn't be more floored with how awesome my experience in Daytona was this weekend. Yeah, I could tell. You're like, I will give up a Bronco Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. We're like, holy shit. It was that good, dude. It yeah. was that good. Like, yeah. between, between the, the the racing was one thing. Then you get in the infield, you see, and you see the car. I mean, I'm literally standing two feet away from fucking Chase Elliott's car, and they're over there just fucking wham, wham, wham. I'm like, oh my God. All I can smell is ethanol. And I'm like, God, dude, please stop. My penis can only get so erect, sir. And then, like, just revving it, revving it. And I'm like, all right, I guess you guys want to see me finish. Like, right. whatever. And you just keep walking through the garage. And I'm like, I'm booing Bubba Wallace's team as I walk by his garage stall. I'm like, boo, boo. Just, like, giving them thumbs down. They all, they're all laughing. Like, whatever. Like, who cares? Yeah. I was going to make a news joke, but I didn't want to get thrown out because I was in there when I wasn't actually supposed to be. Um. But what a phenomenal time. Yeah. What an event. Nah, I mean, sure. just Daytona as a facility, they they keep everything so clean, so right, so perfect. Like, everything is just so well done. It is the exact opposite of going to, like, Fenway or Gillette for a, for a football game. You got people rooting for every single – there's 40 different guys in the field. You have 40 different teams. I'm rooting for nobody. Nobody's fighting. Nobody's belligerent. Nobody's like over the top, like screaming at you, like in your ear. You know, we don't have a uh, fucking Wanda. You know, <laughs> yeah. who, you smokes two packs of Newports a day. Yeah, no, yeah, you with them fucking Texans. You better shut oh, the fuck up. Yeah, the forty-five-year-old. Yeah, the the stay-at-home. The forty-five-year-old wannabe stay at, dog breeder, stay-at-home like, stay hand beast, <laughs> yeah. you know, with the, with the stoma. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, know, you we, lady. There's, there's none of that, and like, and and listen, I will say this: there is plenty of white trash to go around at, at, at a NASCAR event. Okay, I saw mullets, overalls. I saw more like you, yeah. like Pete and Keith would have been so <laughs> fucked if this was like a muck boot contest, like. Fuck, Keith, we got competition. <laughs> God damn it, Pete, you right. You right, bro. Their, like, these dudes, Give me that pack. I need the bigger lip. <laughs> yeah, they brought out their Sunday best for this one. They would have been fucking schooled. Yeah. And it, but, dude, everybody was just so fucking nice. Yeah. 
It was so tame. Nah, it's tough, dude. And I it mean... was a great overall event from Thursday to Sunday. I did not have one single experience that I could say I was like even nonplussed about. Yeah. Everything was great. The pe- the vendors, the people selling you the beer, giving you your drinks, your 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 food, your hot dogs, whatever you were getting. Everybody was just like A plus top notch. And I want to just make sure that everybody knows that. NASCAR yeah. events are like that. If you go to a NASCAR event, it's it's kind of one of a kind. It is. And it is an absolutely phenomenal time. You are, you will have a great time. Like I said, you can bring your own 30 rack in. Right. You don't even have to buy their beer. That's actually pretty goddamn crazy. And oh, honest to God, I've never heard of any sport it. allowing that. If, if, you, if, if you, you try to go into like a regular college game and you're like, oh, I'm just going to bring in a beer, they'd be like, well, not the fuck you are. Yeah. They'll just kill you at the gate. Like, you're right. like, And you're executed. You're like, that's how. But NASCAR is different like that. You know, it's just it's a different mindset. It's a different era. It's a different uh, it's different group of fans. And they've they've got rules that they abide to abide by. Uh, but they they allow they allow a lot of shit through, and as what I can say about the NASCAR is this, and this goes back to the whole Bubba Wallace thing. When Bubba Wallace, when we we were talking about uh, we I, I I talked to a couple of fans, uh, a lot of fans actually, yeah, over the course of the weekend, right. and I was I always ask them like, oh, how do you feel about Bubba Wallace? And your boy just, Pat was asking how Pop Bubba Wallace did. Uh he did shitty. He was terrible. He yeah, was he fucking He finished, I think, in the top like fifteen or whatever, but he shouldn't have even been there. He only but he, he only finished he only finished that high because like nine or ten cars wrecked in front of him on the last <laughs> lap. Um But a lot of people that I talked to and I asked a lot of people, I did, because I was I was like, This is what I do. And I'd be sitting there, and you'd make you'll make small talk with people. Like you're you're standing in line to get food or a porta potty or whatever. Like, and you just how many vodkas were you down at this point? I didn't really drink that much vodka while I was there. Oh, they said you brought in two bottles. Well, we had two like Poland Spring, like yeah, you know, decent yeah. sized bottles, but we were using them to like kind of top off our drinks that we got that we bought inside. Okay. But I brought a 30-rack of Coors Light every night I went. So I was just drinking beer. I wasn't getting, like, belligerent. Damn. You know I, mean? I was going to say, like, you have to, like, several vodka drinks. You'd just be standing in line being like, where's this line going to? <laughs> no, no, no. So I'd be standing in line, and I'd ask, you know, we, you shoot the shit with people. Race fans are very yep, friendly yep, people. Yep. We all want to talk about racing. We all love racing. We all love NASCAR. So we start talking. And like, oh, who are you there for? And, the, you know, they see I got... You know, I'm usually wearing like I was wearing. I wore Davy Allison shit every single week, uh, every single night, and everybody who knows NASCAR knows Davy Allison was born in Hueytown, Alabama. He was part of the original Alabama gang, which was founded by you know his dad, uh, Lee Petty, Dale Earnhardt was in it, like the original Alabama gang, Kelly Albro, like a bunch of OGs, right? And then Bubba Wallace. Claim like hails from Hueytown, Alabama, the same place that my favorite driver of all time was born. So it killed me to not have to root for him at one point. And I've, I've gone over this on the show because I really wanted to root for Bubba because he was a he was an extension of the next generation of the Alabama gang. And I'm like, right. 
yeah dude like that's gang, gang. fucking rad and then every time i talked to somebody about him the the conversation always it always pivoted right back to the same spot you know i liked him until the whole noose in the garage thing came out and if he had just come out and said like hey it wasn't a noose no big deal no harm no foul everybody had been like cool all right we made a big deal over something we all we, we we overreacted real quick but you know what no big deal but no he had to go on the view the next morning he had to do the talk show circuit and and tell everybody how it was a noose i don't care what the fbi says Blah, 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 blah. Basically do whatever, like, you know, fucking Jamil Hill and, uh, you know, uh, Reverend Jackson wanted yeah, him to do. Right. And, and you know, he's like, you know, go go kneel at the altar of George Floyd, Bubba. That's what we need you to do. And every single fan I talked to said the same thing. They're like, if he hadn't had done that, if he had just come out and been like, hey, look, NASCAR is <laughs> actually not a, a, a racist sport. Um, it's not inherent like, like we don't have inherent racism in here right. um it's actually a lot of welcoming people we're good but instead he chose to go the opposite direction he chose to go the espn route because he thought it would help further his career and it might have you know for a year or two right. um but the way he's driving i mean he's gonna be out of the he's gonna be out of the league in a couple of years he's he's not long for this he he can't he can't win really anywhere unless he gets super lucky. You know, he's one of those guys that might win, like, he's got two wins under his belt right now, only one which I would consider, like, even legit. Mm-hmm. The other was, a, you know, he happened to get pushed to the lead when the rain started to fall in Talladega and, you know, shortened one of my favorite races of the year, and he no one, that was it. So I don't want to bore you guys with the NASCAR stuff because it's, I, I know it's You're not. Good. It's, just, it's just me. I'm just... It's Dog not every, with, well, no, it's not NASCAR. everybody's favorite, but it's listen. When we talk about the Daytona 500 and we talk about NASCAR, it's it, it's because it's a big deal. It's it's because it's it's going on and it's there and it should be talked about. To be quite honest, I mean, it is one of the biggest sporting events of the year. I mean, the the, the NASCAR dunked on the NBA's All Star fucking weekend, right? You know, no pun intended. Uh, by I, a long I shot. love, and we're gonna get into that in a second. I yeah. love that, that there are some sh- uh, shots of the dunk contest, but you did, they have the camera just pointed at the audience. Yeah, and these guys are making like these insane dunks, and that this this is literally the audience, just bored. They don't. I don't think they. McClung, just, I thought McClung, McClung, whatever. I think he did pretty. Damn the white good. dude. Yeah. Yeah, and the fans were cheering for him. Not a surprise. Oh, because they're in Utah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, whatever. The fans but, are like, okay, white boy. Yeah, I like, know, but. Everybody else, they're like, but my no favorite, reaction. My favorite part was about this whole Bubba Wallace thing was when I talked to uh, I talked to a, 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 a black guy sitting behind me with a Kyle Larson shirt on, and he said the exact same thing. And he was just like, he, and I was just like, look, I'm like, I said to him, I said, look, I said, I would have been fine with it if he had just dropped it, like, and been whatever. I said, but NASCAR's got enough negative stigma is attached to it as it is we don't need the one black guy we have in the sport going out there and being like hell yeah this is a racist sport i can't win because this sport's racist right it's like no you can't win because you suck yeah (laughs) because you don't know how to drive anywhere except daytona and talladega 
Like, that's it. Like, you can't hold speed at the other fucking 30 tracks we race at every year. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And the black guy behind me is like, hell fucking yeah, brother. Fuck this motherfucker. He's like, he tried to fucking kill this man. No, he was like, whoa, the, the, the whoa, black whoa. dude was like, he's like, no, he's like, he tried to tear down my sport. Like, he tried to knock my sport to make personal gain. Fuck him. Crazy, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And, and that was an overwhelming consensus of the folks that I talked to down in Daytona over the course of, you know, four days when, when I was there. It's not about race. I mean, everybody's like, you know, of course, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. wins the, wins the race. Who? Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, he used to bang Danica. You might know him better for that. Yeah, I guess. He wins the race. And, of course, the, like the, one of the first headlines I see on Facebook is Brad Doherty, who used to play for, like, the Knicks, ex-NBA player who's now involved with NASCAR, becomes the first minority owner uh, in NASCAR history to win a Daytona 500. And you're like, coolsies. <laughs> like, Neat, bro. Did Do we care? Like, I mean, r- really? Yeah. Like, that's what we're breaking this down to now is, like, Oh my God! This guy who's a minority owner of a team—no, not—I'm not saying minority like black. I mean, like he's literally a minority owner, right? Like he doesn't own majority of the team; he owns right. a minority of the right. team. Right. right. Also right. happens to be a black man, and they're like, "Oh, he's the first one to win a Daytona 500." I'm like, "Why is that news?" Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I get no why, idea. I, I know why it's news. And I know why they're doing it. Um, but again. Fuck you? Yeah, I don't know. I was watching the fucking... I'm pretty sure Brad Doherty doesn't want to be reduced to his uh, his skin color. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah, it was actually of- weird to sit there today. I was with Dad. <laughs> we were in the fucking uh, basement watching ESPN, and they brought up the uh, the dunk contest, Kid Dan McCullen, and they were like, how does it feel to be the second white dude ever to win the dunk contest? And I was like... Wait, who was the first? Oh, Chris um, Van Fleet. Was it really? No, but it was a good answer, right? I don't know. No, I don't no, believe you. No, I oh, I meant Van the, Horn. God damn it. Van, I still don't believe you. He's the second guy. He's the second white guy to win the Hold dunk up. contest ever. And I was just like, wow, that kind of really feels weird to be on like the receiving end of that. You know what I mean? I was like, way to make it a, like, a point. You know what I mean? Like second white guy ever. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> First of all, I put... For Google, first white dunk contest winner. And, I, and it said Julius Irving. I was like, what? <laughs> and then I looked back and it corrected. It took out white. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because there wasn't many. Yeah, it's, it's no, only the second guy. Google I thought think. I was being racist. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm trying to find out the first know, white guy. No, I know. It's probably one of these rookies from like two, three years ago. No, who is it? It's some kid it's, we've, it's never, no, it's some kid we've never heard of. a while ago, I think. From Brent Barry? Yeah, that's who, who the is. hell is Brent yeah. Barry? Yeah. From the Spurs? From 2005. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, Brent Barry. That, no, 19, that was... he won 1996. 90... <laughs> he won the dunk contest in 96? Yeah, he's yeah. the only other white guy to ever win it. Yeah, this is the second white guy to ever Wait, win Wait, he it. won the dunk contest while Michael Jordan was still... Michael Jordan didn't compete in him. Brent Barry. All right, again, this is, <laughs> this is why the dunk contest is the dumbest fucking thing in the history of the fucking... Why is that? Why? Because nobody who actually fucking matters does it. 
God, like, that's not true. All right, so his nickname during the dunk contest was Boney. <laughs> let's so let's let's piggyback off of this now to the dunk contest. Did you not read that article about how LeBron killed the dunk contest where they tried to organize a dunk contest between like Kobe, LeBron, Vince Carter, and I want to say like Dwayne Wade? Yeah, they tried like all stars. And yeah, and, and LeBron was the only one that was like nine doing that. Yeah. And and, and they killed and they killed it on the spot. And it's like didn't because LeBron didn't want to look, look bad. Because LeBron didn't want to lose. So bitch. the biggest thing with those dunk contest things and th- Again, and I'm not trying to fuel the LeBron's a bitch people. Did you just kick a spring yeah. out? No, he spring he out bro- the- No, he broke a chair. Yeah, yeah, stop moving in that because it's gonna collapse if you keep it. That'd be crazy if you just saw him just collapse. <laughs> well no, don't I mean don't because it's don't gonna, do it's that. It's gonna happen. Um <laughs> are you gonna spruce um if you do I'll take it. He's gonna get up and uh, snap as he's getting up. I guess I can, yeah. Yeah, no, um Um No no don't narrate the second, but uh, well, um but no that just goes. I don't want to give the LeBron is a bitch crowd more fuel. No, but it's just to like add to their fire. But the like, guys, the guys are like, there's nothing in it for us besides the possibility of getting hurt and then losing and then taking that as a hit against our person. Like, so I understand it from there because their agents are telling them don't do it because the only thing you can come from this is you look right. bad. Which comes to my, which comes to our first point of the night. That's not racing don't related. Smoke. The NBA has gotten so fucking soft. Bad. Oh, like they got to pick the reserve Bad. guys before. The, I'm like, yes, somebody still gets picked last, asshole. Right, can, sorry. I, yeah. can I? Can I? Can I finish? Sorry, I just can I pissed off about can that. I yeah, can, I can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Are you done? Go. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Go. Uh, the NBA has gotten so fucking soft. 774-992-8702, by the way. That's the phone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, lines are open if you want to get in on some of this uh, absolutely glorious sports talk. Um, what what the fuck is going on here? Uh, <laughs> what are you looking at? Yeah, we continue. Okay, fuck you then. What happened? What happened? What's on the screen? Oh, I have no idea, dude. Um, anyway, what the fuck is this? I have no idea what you're looking at, so I have no clue. Okay, never mind. All right, sorry, sorry. I, it, I had a, a, media, a mild uh, media meltdown right there. Just producer stuff. Nothing nothing concerning you guys. The NBA has gotten so fucking soft. Because, Absurd. And it, and it starts with that LeBron story of LeBron being like, nah, I don't want to compete in a dunk contest because what if I don't win? And what if it doesn't look good for me? And what if it doesn't do well for my brand? And what if it doesn't do well for, you know, Nike? And, and oh, my God. And, and then I'll have to have that on my resume that I didn't win a dunk contest. And, oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, fuck off with that shit. Then, you've got, then you come to the All-Star game, and Adam Silver, who I am convinced is... Not of Earth, like this. At one point, we this did man like is an him. Alien. In the beginning, we did like him. Who? Us. No. Yes. We no, did. I did not. In the beginning, we were like, okay, he's decent. He's no, but he's I honest. never like. No, I never liked this fucking loser. He's a snake in the grass, and I I will go back to the shows. I will go back in the archives and dig it out. Fuck Adam Silver. I never liked this guy. He is, again, I might not be the smartest man in the room at any given moment. But my bullshit meter is always on point. And Adam Silver is full of fucking shit. Oh, I mean, this man you can tell been, now. This man has been a woke 
fucking stooge, the cronies. Like, he is absolutely one for the fucking ages. One of the worst fucking commissioners. And it's going to come back and bite the players in the ass in a, in a couple of years. Because I'm, I'll tell you right now, when this new CBA comes up for the NBA, the owners are going to be bullshit. Oh, and they're going to have a lot of ammo in their corner because the players have give, be given just entirely too much free reign. Load management, all that and shit. All this no, shit. not even just load management. New Trades, contracts, contracts. Be like, I want out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going right. to fuck Oh, out. I don't like this team. I'm going to another one. Yep. Fuck you. And, and, and the contracts are guaranteed in the NBA, so these right. teams are obligated to pay them. Like Ben, how much money has Ben Simmons made by riding the bench for two years? Like, does, doesn't yeah, he play in the WNBA insane. now? I yeah, I I that rode the bench and dated a Jenner, and I he made would, forty million dollars. That dude's a bitch. If he would Sorry. transition to a woman, he'd probably kill it in the WNBA. I bet he he'd would. be like Juana Man. Remember that yep. movie? Yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons is an ill bona fide pussy in my eyes. You're one of the one of the biggest clown, bitches dude. in sports You're history. A bitch, dude. Straight up, dude. Remember, I we shared the video a while ago of um. Like a known like prankster, he just goes up to people. He's like, "Yo, Aunt Becky," and he like yeah. hugs people. And people are like, "Like he just goes, Papi Munyano." No, no, he's one of those guys. He just goes up to people. He goes like, "Oh, Aunt Becky, Aunt Becky, it's me." And he just makes up a name. Yeah. And he just sees, he just films their reaction. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, they're, they're like, I don't think you got the right person. He one day was in a mall, and Ben Simmons was going to a candy store. He goes, "Yo, Kyrie Irving." Hey, his people were like pushing him out of. The- Get out of the store. That's so disrespectful. Like, Oh, it's, yeah. It's disrespectful to be called Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's 10 times a basketball player. Yeah, no, but they, they legit hated each other. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know, but, but I'm just saying. Like, to, the, to, the, to the whole bitchness of the NBA thing. Big time. Adam Silver introduced this rule where, like, you can't. That They said, like, okay, we're not going to have the teams pick the reserves. Uh in no, order, they did them first. we're not gonna we're not gonna pick the starters and then the reserves because we don't want anybody who gets picked last feelings being hurt. Right. So we're gonna pick the reserves first, then we're gonna pick the starters. And it's like, you realize we're just gonna figure out who the last reserve picked was and be like, right, you're the bitch, <laughs> right. But that's how far Adam Silver and the NBA are going to try to Clouds. cater, and it's not even to the players because I honestly don't think the players. Ah, uh, all right. I think some of the players are this bitch and this soft. Yes. But I think the majority of them don't give a shit. But what they are catering to is like all these different causes and these different virtue signaling opportunities where they're like, well, bullying is bad. Juck them up. So we're not going to do that. (laughs) And like no child should be left behind. So we're not going to pick anybody last. And gee, Willikers, look at that. And it's like. You, you you realize like you're just basically telling me like I know you know what we're doing, but I'm gonna treat you like you're a fucking idiot, right? And hope that you don't pick up on it. I don't understand how they made this into a big deal. Explained that it wasn't a big deal by making it into a deal when essentially they could have just done this off camera. Yeah, they get the teams like here's the teams, easy, and easy. then you're like, oh okay, that's that seems pretty even keel, right? And instead they're just like, <laughs> hey. This guy's not last because he was picked above LeBron. It's like, right. oh. and and the guy's like, "Fuck you, Adam." So yeah. you know what I mean? Right, like, like, how, I, like how patronizing? Like if I was one of those guys, like, that, if, I was, if I was the guy that was picked Jokic, last, was and it was like, like oh. it's like, oh, but you got picked over LeBron and Jokic, and you're like, man, fuck you. Okay, so it's talking about like Tatum trying to, was the overall trying to protect me. players. I guarantee <laughs> those guys were just like. 
yo, why are we talking about this? Like, why is this thing? I'm just happy to be on the All Star because it's not about because me. I really don't think a lot of the, in most cases, in some cases this is true, but in most cases I don't think it's about players. I think it's more about how the NBA looks to middle class white mothers. I really think that's all it comes down to. A middle class white mother's really taking in that much basketball? No, but they will read about it on their Twitter and Facebook feed oh, the okay. morning after, and they will be the ones to cause all the outrage because speaking hose mad. Speaking of yeah, I know about hose mad. Speaking of like crazy Fast. shit that happens, did you see talking about basketball? Still, a college player was in a town to play a college basketball game. Goes on Tinder, finds this chick. Was like, hey, you guys want you want to hook up? Essentially, it was a hookup. Like like Tinder, uh, made Tinder, it, right? yeah. What Tinder's for? It's a slam bank. Yeah, and then you know they're going back and forth with messages. The guy's like, "Are you gonna come through? Well, what's up?" And then a guy goes to the game with the messages and holds up a sign saying, "It was me. I was catfishing you with a girl's pictures." LOL. And holds up like all the messages, and not by the way, the internet is undefeated on this. One. The internet is like. The guy that did that is the piece of shit. Yeah, absolutely. They're like, you pretended to be a woman. You're likely gay, but you don't want to admit, which is fine. Be gay if you want to. Right. But then you bring the things to the game to try to insult the basketball player from Duke or whoever it was. Like that and guy then you cares. Look like, and you look like a fucking loser. Because you are. So yeah. I, that was that story like made the rounds. And everyone was just like defending the basketball player. Like, it's just a dude from Duke. Like, he's trying to hook up with somebody. And then. So let me get this straight. Uh, stud college basketball player goes on Tinder. Gets catfished by guy uh, from the opposing team's fan base. Bingo. And then he takes the screenshots from Tinder and puts them up on a sign in the game. Poster board, yeah. Who fucking cares? Exactly. He but but he but he like, tried like insulting the guy. Cool. Like, look, he likes a man. The guy was like, clearly it was a woman's pictures. Like, what are you talking? Yeah, about? Uh, we all got the receipts, bro. Like, we all you know we all got the read receipts. Sorry, dude. Like, you're a clown. That yeah, that's a, that's an absolute. Fucking that happened clown yesterday. Move. I, 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 I that mean, I was like, I was insane. That that dude's a total fucking dipshit, and honestly, he deserves to fucking die by firing squad. Which you know, I they mean, don't, I they heard, don't have those anymore. I heard Trump wants to bring him back, so I'm all for it. You know, <laughs> I don't think he said that. Ah, allegedly, he allegedly <laughs> said it, and you know what? Whether he allegedly said it or not, I'm I'm going with I, he said it because I want. It to I be can't true. I can't do a Trump impersonation, but the hands like I may have said it. I could have, but I may. I don't know. Yeah, seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. That's the phone number. Give us a call. Uh, while we're on this NBA talk, so let's get. So we we're talking about the uh, the All Star game and 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 you know not wanting the feelings to be hurt. But how about uh, Anthony Edwards coming out basically saying like calling out players? And I feel like this happens once every like two or three years, where you'll get like kind of like a young kid in the NBA and he comes out and he's like. Yeah, you know, I'm, you know, all, you know, full of vigor and you know, piss and vinegar, vinegar. And, and he's just. I fucking love Anthony Edwards, though. And he's just like, I'm fucking ready to play. And I, again, I, I don't disagree with he's, what he's saying. I, I agree 100 percent with what he said when he said that, basically calling out these guys for for sitting, and 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 load management yeah, and all this other bullshit. Motherfuckers, man. And he was like, Yo, you all a bunch of bitches. Play the fucking game, like. Yeah, you know, people spend their hard-earned money. It'd be like if I went to the Daytona 500 and, I don't know, like, Kurt Busch, Joey Logano, and uh, Kyle Larson decided, like, you know what? I'm out. It's a long season. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take this one off. You know what? I'll beat you in California next week. 
And you get there and you're like, wait, but those are three of the best favorite drivers. Like, what do you mean they're not they're not racing? It's the same way in the NBA. You you go to a game, you spend your hard earned money, you you buy tickets, you pay for parking, you pay to get to the arena, you know, in in certain spots, whatever. That's more difficult than others. You you know, you go out for dinner before or after, like you know, you're talking about a a thousand fifteen hundred dollar night, easy. To go to a basketball game, and then you imagine you get there and like Kawhi, Paul George, and now Russell Westbrook are all sitting. And you're like, "In mind, Russell Westbrook well, sitting." I came to right. watch those guys play, and now none of now they're all they're all just healthy scratches because ah, it's the first night of a back to back. We gotta we gotta play again. You know, in 48 hours, not even a back-to-back because they don't do those anymore. But we got to play again. And, uh, you know, it, we get another road game. You know, we're in Utah tonight, but we're in Sacramento tomorrow. And that's, you know, really tough for us millionaire athletes. It's tough as shit. What are you talking about? You know, it's really difficult for us to um do our jobs on a nightly basis. You know, and again, I think this what this comes back down to is that especially the NBA, it feels like it's more so the NBA than any other sport. The athlete in the NBA has become so out of touch with reality and who actually pays their bills and who actually makes them who they are, which is the fans. And then they just duck out of these games and they're just like, I don't give a flying fuck about these fans. Y'all a bunch of racist pieces of shit. That's kind of like what it feels like the NBA... Has become, and it's why I don't give a fuck. Like y'all start walling out like about the Celtics winning or losing or I whatever. Give, I mean, and <laughs> I'm like, y'all can stop wilding out. And I'm like, oh yeah, you look, yeah, you out, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. You and everybody else on Facebook, you and Caucasians. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all start y'all start talking about like regular season basketball, and I'm like, honestly, who gives a fuck? Like, seriously, like, I know I ain't talking about no goddamn regular season basketball. No, but like you and other people, you'll 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 get a little excited, you know, when the Celtics beat the box. So like, you just oh, you again, we put forty six on you. the net. I mean, I mean, I'm still hearing about that forty fucking six point first quarter against the Nets like two months ago. Yeah, you like whatever that. it is. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I still I still hear about it because that was because honestly, I mean, if I was a Celtics fan, I'm not gonna lie. It's been what fifteen years, sixteen years since they won a title. That sucks. Celtics. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. it's been about nine to five years. Uh, oh no! Oh wait, it was fifteen years ago. Oh wait, yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Fifteen years. Ago? Sixteen. Jesus fucking. Well, if we Christ. don't win this year, sixteen. <laughs> fifteen years ago. I mean, look, look. If I was, if I was on a fifteen-year drought without even seeing my team, know, it, you know, win anything, I'd be bullshit. So well, I get don't it. Don't you go over here. Don't you go over here. Count the bubble. Yes, because fucking. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Because if, if because if the Celtics had won the bubble year, like they probably should have, or at least probably you know, count that if they could have defeated I would, the, uh, I would not count that one either. I just want to yeah. let you fucking know, I wouldn't count the bubble year. No, I wouldn't. Shit. That's not a legit ring. Easy to say when no, you absolutely. Didn't win it. I don't hate I, the Lakers like you think I do. Think I'm not trying to discredit them like like belligerent Celtics fan. I'm just saying that the bubble year doesn't really fucking count no matter who won it. Of course it I does. don't give a fuck if I doesn't name. count. I don't give a fuck if Dollar came in the Portland Trailblazers fucking way. That doesn't account. Because it doesn't. Not everybody has to play under the same circumstances. There ain't no way Dame's winning it. 
did not do it was it not NBA players no, competing it did the Lakers get to uh did they play FSU and uh you know Miami of Ohio there were certain there were certain um ailments that just didn't come into play like a natural postseason would have sure I agree right. yeah so it was I, different I, yeah I, it was definitely I, I different can't really imagine if they just imagine if all fucking you know, six or whatever fucking NFL teams just huddled up and fucking, you know, in, in L.A. for the week. And they had a playing fucking tournament. How fucking lame that would be. You know what I mean? And, and that was... Totally different game. Totally, yeah. It, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. All right, they got it, but it wasn't... Nah, nah, fuck that. If the Celtics I would not call that I would not I would not call the Celtics win in the bubble in a fucking actual win. I would be sitting out saying the same goddamn guy I can you, fucking You actually you might that. you might be telling the truth because you are that steadfast in your beliefs. So I believe I'm you. an organic however, type of like, however, like however, you would be one of like history needs to be one made of like, on the I, I right think, like, field. Or people in all of Celtics fandom that would not count that as a title. I definitely wouldn't. Uh, no, I think we said on the show it felt kind of cheap. No, it didn't. It yeah, it felt it, no. All of us. Oh, for, no, I know, it look, felt look. cheap because COVID played a role. That's it, what it I mean. It just felt. Cheap. It wasn't no. It, but you're you're making it seem like it was the Lakers that caused it or. Or the Lakers that did, did I this, say that? No, or, it, or somehow benefited the Lakers, it, which it didn't do anything. No, it that. didn't do any of that. It no. just, I just don't look at that as a legitimate year, regardless of who won it. It doesn't matter. I, like I said, I don't even hate the Lakers. I don't. I'm not one of your dickhead Boston Celtics like Genus Swallows, A Rods, but Paul, you have to, you have to remember like, 99.9% of Celtics fans are those dicks. Yeah, like, but really I... Like well, right, but they, they're they still need... talking about Danny's assets yeah. right now. Oh. They're still talking about them. <laughs> hey, they're still have, talking about Danny's some. assets. Hey, that ship sailed. Got in your flat earth or whatever. Yeah, we're, they're, they're, still, they're still talking about... They're talking like, yeah. oh my God. Why nah, I just... I don't know, man. I hated that year. That year sucked, bro. Of course it did. It sucked for everybody. It sucked for everything. I can't look at it like a, like a legitimate title. I can't... I don't give a I fuck. I mean, come on, man. Like, you had, you had, you had all games with no fans in the fucking stand. Terrible. The, I, I, I could have gone Terrible. and watched Drew Locke drag his dick across Cam Newton's face at Gillette, but I wasn't allowed to. So, fuck off. Like, yeah, I'm pissed off about it, too. Right. It doesn't make me happy. That whole year just needs to be erased and, like, wiped away. No, I think it was fine. I mean, look, that's, everybody had to play under the same circumstances. I get it. I everybody had the same bullshit to deal with. You know, it's not anybody's fault that, uh, what's his name, the Orlando Magic, couldn't help himself by going to pick up wings at a strip joint, you know, and <laughs> got banned. I can't remember who that was. Ah, uh, I can't either. And who brought in like their sister? Yeah, there was, there was plenty of people. You know that did. They were like, yeah, sister. Yeah. What is this Alabama motherfucker? What the hell yeah. are you doing? <laughs> no, no, we're. Uh, it was. It was some uh, you porn. Birth- it was her birthday party. Stepsister. Stepsister. Yeah. Don't. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Oh no, stepson! What? I'm stuck in the washing machine. How did this happen? I love that skit. The guy walks over, and just pulls her hand out. He's like, "Okay, you all right?" <laughs> I love the stock porn. Has got to be one of my favorite fucking things to ever yeah. be created. It has got to be one of the funniest shits ever, because it makes zero sense in any sense of the word. Like you just can't make any sense of it, and it's so hilariously bad. Uh, but anyway, my foot is stuck in the trunk. Uh, where like, are we going? Ow. Oh, we were talking about how soft the NBA is. 
Yeah. Edwards basically calling out everybody for sitting out back to backs. I listen, I agree with the guy. I don't I don't think there's any reason why you should sit there as a professional athlete. Listen, I watched Larry Bird play 80 81 games a year. I watched Jordan do it. I watched Magic do it. I watched Isaiah Thomas do it, Charles Barkley, Sean Kemp. All, all your games aren't going to be A-plus games. Yeah, name a guy who did it. And they're like, well, we want to put these guys on a pitch count. Why? Because, and the funny thing about this is, is like you put these guys on a pitch count, right? And what are they going to do? You're going to put them on a pitch count as Paul just jacks up the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Jesus, fat ass. Uh, you're going to put these guys on a fucking pitch count, right? What are they going to do? You're going to put them on a pitch count, and they're going to be like, I demand a trade. Uh, that happens. And, and then- I want to go somewhere else. It's like, cool. So I paid you for 200 games. You only played 130, and now you're demanding a trade on top of this. Another thing that gets brought up a lot is, like, they, they, they call it different things, but, like, basically leg mileage. Like, oh, it's, it's, you know, they have a lot of miles on them this year. Like, they, like they run it almost like they, they kind of think of it like a car engine. They're thinking of it like every person's the same. But it's not. Same thing with pitching. Like, it, like you don't want to overthrow somebody's arm. You don't know that person's number. That person's number could be six more pitches until they blow out their shoulder. You don't or know Or they that. could be Nolan Ryan and they could be fucking thrown into their 40s. Exactly. And it's just like, it's the same thing. It's Who, like, Nolan oh, Ryan like, still Nolan Ryan, for if you don't know is still the greatest pitcher of all time. Arguably one of the greatest athletes of all time. He took a fucking beating. No, he, he gave people beatings. I know, and he was just played with busted nose and everything like that. He was yeah, fine. he didn't give a flying fuck. That but man was the original. I remember tough, Kevin, that, that guy might be the toughest guy to ever play baseball. I remember anyway, I remember Kevin Garnett when he got traded to the Nets, and he said, like, oh, you know, they have me on off days, and he goes, you know Kevin Garnett is. He just lets it fly. He's like, ah, this shit's fucking whack. He goes, they tell me I have too many legs in my miles, too many miles in my legs, and he goes, he goes, who gives a shit? I've been playing since I was, like, 15 years old or 14 years old. Of course I'm going to have a lot of them. That's, that's how I got to this point. Right. And he's like, he's like, just tell me I'm old. Just tell me I'm old, and you don't want me to get injured. He goes, that makes more sense than you have too many miles. So, but it just like shit like that resonates with me because some because of these they young have guys to, because they have to frame it in a way where these modern athletes, not Kevin Garnett per se, because he's not Charlie Villanueva, look like a cancer patient. Right, right. <laughs> Kevin Garnett is not by any means soft. He, I, I will reserve my spot that he's a fraudulent, tough guy. Like he only picked on people smaller than him, and you know, rarely went after the bigger guys, but. He's not the kind of guy that can't take criticism or the truth. You know what I mean? Like Kevin yeah. Garnett, he he's not fake. No, he's very forward. He's he's gonna be the kind of guy he's the kind of guy that if you tell him like, listen, bro, you old, this is how it is, he's gonna go, Bet. All right. Yeah. Let's do this. I, I have no faith but I feel like the way that they frame these words now and they coddle these younger players like mm, you know you you can't listen bud you got a couple miles on you now okay we gotta kind of you know take it a little easy on because you. it's a, it's an investment of instead the of just being like bro you turned 37 you're old what do you want you can't jump out of the gym anymore we gotta fucking put you on a pitch count because we can't afford to have you playing 38 minutes a night we need to play in fucking 22 yeah. like you can't hack you can't hack it you're a liability after fucking 23 minutes get the fuck on the bench like 
But guys can't handle that. Their ego, their their mindset is so fragile, and they're so just pussy. They can't handle it anymore, and it's it's gotten to a point now. And again, sports is a microcosm of society. We see it all throughout society. We started with the participation trophies, you know, with kids, and it's like okay, you know, the mercy rules where they they don't keep scoring like t ball or little yeah, league, it's stupid, you know. All this dumb shit that actually hurts kids, doesn't help them, that kind of stuff. Um, but nonetheless, it's all a microcosm of that. Now we're now it's stretching to professional sports. Like now we're coddling multi-million dollar athletes to the point where we're like, you, you don't need, <laughs> you don't need, you don't, you, we don't want your feelings hurt if you happen to get picked last. Stupid. In this exhibition game. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Could you imagine that? I just spilled a little bit on the way up. Hey, be careful with that chair. Oh, yeah, I fucking knocked one thing. Knocked probably put that rung back in. You, you, you're on shaky legs now. I probably get for right now, but as long as he's not twer like twerking and gyrating in the chair. We good, dog. Okay. Uh, okay. Could you imagine when we were kids, if we got picked last for the All-Star team? Yeah, oh well, fuck off. And we came Stop home sucking. and we cried about it to our parents. They'd what they like, would well, say. Why do you suck? They'd be like, first of all, you got picked to the all-star team. Right. Second of all, if you don't want to be picked last to the all-star team next year, don't suck. why don't you get your fat fucking ass out in front of the house and start shooting hoops <laughs> in your free time instead yeah. of fucking playing Donkey Kong and eating Doritos and yeah. drinking Mountain Dew. I got picked to the all-star team like twice. <laughs> uh, I think I had the... I th Nope, I never, I never made it. No, I did. No, I, I never did. made the All Star. I did like once or twice when I was like young, young before. No, we made the up. final round of the tournament, but never. I won the holiday tournament once or twice, and I won the championship. Once I never or did. Twice. I came in second like three times. I was on a bunch of good times. teams, but I was also pretty nice with it on the early teams. You were a good athlete, though. I wasn't. Yeah, he was fucked shit up. When you were in middle school, like Paul was, Paul was a fantastic athlete. And when him and I got together, we when we were old enough, when we both got to the same, uh, like, whatever, Pony League or whatever. Whatever the fuck it was. I don't even remember what the fuck. Whatever the last league of DYAA basketball was. <laughs> and Paul and I were on the same team. And I just knew his game, and he knew mine. So I would just be down low. I'd grab a board, and then I would just look. And Paul would already be at the foul line on the other side I'd of the like fucking... And I would just throw an absolute bullet pass to him, yeah. and he would just go and lay it in. Like, we would just do this all day. We had a nice setup. It was it was mint. And then we had, like, you know, like, Min, Min Q and, like, Sloan was on our team and Teams. Yeah, and yeah. We yeah. actually had some, like, good players that could shoot. And we were, like, good enough for, like, fourth or fifth every year. Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't, you know, we, we, we might didn't surprise lose here every and get game. To, like, <laughs> get second or third. But, like, you know, we weren't I great. I could have been better, but I fucking... Dude, I don't know what I have in my confidence when I got to the higher leagues. I just... I used to fuck shit up in, in the lower league, but... Yeah, then you got to the actual competition. It's like kids were like way taller than me and shit. I'm like, fuck this, bro. You're like, oh man, I just got to play basketball now. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yo, I'm, I was good at stealing. Still, no matter what, I was always good at defense, boards, and stealing, but just shooting and shit. I was like, all right. Dude. Yeah, because we never did it. Basketball was never our game as a kid. But anyway, no, Back to the to the pro thing. Uh the the amount of feelings being hurt these days is just so far over the top. And it just gets to it gets to a point for me where it just completely disconnects me from the NBA, where I'm like, I don't even care. I don't even know if I'm going to care 
yeah. when May and June roll around. I know. To watch the finals. And, like, I'm like, really? I'm like, I I, I grew up watching Larry and Magic and, and Zeke and Lambeer and Jordan. And, and then I graduated on to Kobe and AI and Shaq and Chuck and, and, and the Spurs and all these other guys. And Chuck. I watched, I feel like I grew up watching the hardest era of NBA. Right. When you span my, my life, when I was born in 85, when I was old enough to start actually watching basketball, which dad introduced us to it, me or me anyway. Which is still why I can't believe very, that you're not a fucking age. Celtics fan after all the shit dad taught you as a fucking kid. You but dad loved the Lakers. Dad never, dad, no, no, no. Dad never he loved talked to shit. hate the Lakers. Loved to dude. hate them, but he always talked but, good well, about them. Well, because that's what was going on with that generation, man. Like, obviously, you know Larry Bird, Magic Johnson resurrected the fucking NBA as Here's a whole. Here's my thing. I never hated the Celtics. Until like oh, two thousand eight, yep. When I all of a sudden, knew you when all of a sudden, yep. Celtics fans who hadn't like I hadn't even didn't even know people who watched basketball, they were like, "Oh, the Celtics, we're the best. We're gonna beat the Lakers. We're gonna do that. We're gonna win this championship." And Joey blah, blah. just finally saw the city that and he I'm like, lived in be good at something or whatever for like. Well, no, know, no, 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 no. Yeah. I saw all the same people that I knew that that weren't Patriots fans prior to two thousand and three. I won't even say 01 because 01 was a joke. Because 02, they followed up with a 9 and 7 no, season. I know that. And I can be there with you on, on that and one. And I, I remember, I I remember sitting there sobbing on Ryan's fucking floor in 03 when, when uh, 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 fucking. Say Bill Buckner. Fucking. Uh, uh, what's his face? Hit the fucking bomb off Tim Wakefield. Aaron Boone. Boone. Thank you. Poon. Boone. Boone. <laughs> Aaron and, and I remember sitting there with my face down on the carpet in Ryan's living room watching that. And then the next year, all these kids that were wearing like Yankees hats, they were like Diamondbacks fans and all this other shit. They're like, oh, I've been a Red Sox fan my whole life. I'm like, no, you no, you haven't. I'm like, you were literally fucking rooting for the Braves, the Diamondbacks and the Yankees the last 10 years. Like. Get the fuck out of here. Because Boston sports fans are the most fraudulent fans, most fickle fans in all of fucking in all the country. They just they See, I don't know. Man. They're chameleons. They just they change. There's like ten percent of you that actually stick with your fucking team, and then the other ninety percent just go wherever the wind blows. Like they're just like, Oh well I, I think we have whatever. a lot of See, I've gone back and forth on this with you and Yeah. This yeah. I think Boston has a lot of fake fans in general like they Tons. don't like they don't even follow sports because then if oh, you oh, ask shit. them well then if you ask them if their beliefs like they're just like yeah tom and gronk and hernandez i'm like well he's a murderer <laughs> so it's like mm, might want to stop you there but yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's like me as a wrestling fan being like chris benoit <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know what i mean it's just like i think a lot of times like if you talk to people you can tell i really love the olympics you can tell stories guys <laughs> you can tell if they're casuals just by who some of their favorites are you know what i mean right like one of my favorite patriot players ever is David Givens. And I've just loved him because he was a guy that was absolute dog shit. Underrated as shit. Never David played Given, yeah. did, didn't play well in college at all. Made the team off of being yeah. undrafted, got to a starting position, said fuck it, I ain't going to lose it. Got crazy jacked yeah. 
and then caught touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and then got a crazy contract with the Titans. Yeah. You never heard from him again. But to me, it was like I've always appreciated. You didn't like, like Teddy, you weren't Teddy Bruschi fan. I was, but come Everybody's on. Everybody's a brewski. Yeah, man. don't you fucking dare bring up that Minotaur. He said hey, quick trivia question. Where did tri- where did Brewski go to college? Arizona. Fuck off. All right, that was crazy. Was was really? Easy. Dude, he wasn't even a linebacker. I, I, I don't even know why I asked that. Got any more brain yeah. busters? Who'd he beat in the bowl game or whatever? Or whatever the f- they didn't, they didn't, they didn't uh, win the bowl game. No, I think oh. they went. They, played, they sucked. They played Arizona State. No, and they, they lost. played UCLA and they beat him. No, they did not. No, they beat UCLA. Yes, they Dude, did. when Brewski was on Arizona, that team was dog shit. I'm pretty sure they beat UCLA. In a Who's bowl their game. quarterback? I don't fucking know Brewski. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> we're arguing about Brewski's collegiate career. All right, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure he beat UCLA in a fucking bowl game. Yeah, maybe, maybe in the regular rookie, season. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 I don't think it was a bowl game. They wouldn't have played UCLA in a bowl game. Maybe for the conference title. Yeah, conference title. So, like that. Yeah, he's not, so anyway, if you game. if you talk to people, no, uh, no it, back then, no, it didn't. Oh, all right, well, I don't fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but you can tell a lot about like just talking to people in general. Maybe you can tell did. if they you can tell if they're legitimate fans. And I find like a lot of people that know this like the Patriots are like diehard fans that I'm like, all right, they know what they're talking about. I talked to a guy the other day. Came came to my work, and he was like, oh, you know who I you know who I miss on the Patriots. Dan Klecko. I was like, my God, I haven't heard that name in like almost 20 years. It's literally been almost 20 years since Dan Klecko played. Because I think he was drafted in 03 by the Patriots. Or 02 or some shit like that. And he didn't was, he? Did he, he, was, he was on the Colts by 06, wasn't he? 06, he was in the Colts. And then yeah, like, he, like, he, he caught was, that touchdown He was the from first Payton. guy to catch a touchdown from Brady and, and Peyton. Manning. Yeah. yeah. And it was a huge deal. They made a huge thing of it, yep. a huge thing about it. But like, and I, and I was like, and I was like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, just a guy that was just filled with grit. And he's like, he didn't care what position he played as long as he was on the team and just kicked everyone's ass. But you know I'm like, was, okay. You know, you know who was like that for me for the Patriots? The, like one of these guys that was just an OG that you just you fucking love you love to hate because he he just he would fuck you every chance he got. He made a big fucking play in every single big game. I got it two. It felt like I got two. Kevin Falk. Okay, Kevin Falk was an uh, uh, outlier because Kevin Falk had a lot of games that you didn't witness that he fucked up on too. But there was, but, career, but it was every but every big game the Patriots played in, Kevin Falk made a play. Like whether it was, yeah. it just didn't matter. Like it was a third down, thirteen, and it was a little screen pass, and he picked up fifteen, and it, it, it ended up leading to a touchdown. He didn't make the play every time, but he would make a play. That was just an absolute fucking backbreaker. I'm gonna one up you, Troy Brown. Troy Brown would Troy always, Brown, yeah, of course. Always Troy make a play. Guy. Was never considered. But like Troy a Brown, I feel one. like, is an obvious choice, though. No, he never was. No one ever considered Troy Brown a number one, even though he clearly was for a few years there. Whether people considered him a number one because they were comparing him to like Marvin Harrison, Randy Moss, that's the Terrell problem, Owens, though. whatever. That was stupid because they didn't understand because we. If you look back and you fully appreciate what the Patriots did in the early 2000s from 01, 3, and 4 with their offense, they didn't need. They didn't have all-stars. They didn't. No, not at, the, not at the skill positions. They had guys that were able to do what was exactly fucking ass of them, which is all Bill wanted. J.R. Redmond. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. Dude was gone after like Bethel Johnson. Years. Pethel Johnson for one year before his knees were like, my knees. Right, but that guy, I mean, how many big plays did that guy make for it? Just for an 03, Patriots? killed it. You know what I mean? That guy called well. Okay, Rache first Caldwell. of all, he's dead. Rache Caldwell's dead? You didn't remember that? It was like oh. last year or two years ago. He was murdered in yeah. a mugging. Really? Yeah, yeah. Th- some guy jumped Bug guys? What? Rache Caldwell missed some, like, boo- oh, bug, bug guys. Oh, bug guys. I think he said, 
<laughs> guys, and I'm like, no, the guy used to like pop his eyes yeah. out. Yeah, his, 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 he was younger, walking. his younger brother Andre played for the Broncos. In Damn, he, died. He, he was walking with his wife on like a date night, and two guys like jumped out and they were like, "Give me all your money." And he's like, as he was giving the money, they just stabbed him to death and killed him. What the? Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he was trying Sad to kill story. him. Wow, that's was. fucked up, man. Yeah. That's why everybody should Why don't you hear about that shit more often? You know I mean? It was like, big news, yeah. It was, it was big. pretty big news. Was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck was that? How long ago was this? Four or ago. five years ago now. Four or five? I got to check it out. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I, I... Oh, it was definitely pre-COVID. <laughs> wow, yeah. you're right. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Didn't know about that. Honestly, no. During COVID. Oh, it was during COVID. June 2020. No oh. shit. Oh, he was shot during a robbery. I'm sorry. It was in Tampa. Oh. Ugh. Ybor City? Probably. Oh. Yeah, that place sucks. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Apparently, he was in Tampa because he was he visited Brady just to congratulate him, like, during the week. Because Brady was already in, in Tampa at that time. That's mm. crazy fucking to me. That, that's, and that's he nuts. was... He went on like a vacation. Where did he get shot? Like, in where, Tampa. He where was, was he hanging out? Like, who does he know? Probably like, the keep to leave. Jeez. Vincent Jackson. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Either way, whatever. No, no, Vincent Jackson was OD. He overdosed. Right. Yeah. Either way, that sucks, man. I mean, like, you think you're hanging out with Tom Brady and, like, you wouldn't have to deal with that shit. You know what I mean? Well, he wasn't hanging out with Tom Brady. He went down yeah, there, he he went down there to uh, see him. You think, it's, you think it would keep yourself better company or, like, at least stay within, like, I don't know, out of fucking so, man, arm's reach, man. You fucking never know. I you know. never know. I know. I know. So the 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 end result. I didn't even know this. The end result. They don't think it was a random mugging. They think it was you know someone he knew targeted. Mm. Someone he knew targeted him and killed him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well. But see, this is you know in the words of the once great Snoop Dogg, I keep the heat on deck, but in God we trust. <laughs> you know, it's just how you got to roll these days. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's just like ID. You got to keep it on you. Got it. Because. You know, you won't have to tighten the situation up. Yep. Got to use that ratchet. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Might have to make it real tight. Got to have to tighten that thing up. <laughs> bang, bang. You have to tighten that Talk situation rank. up real tight. Uh, speaking of getting situations real tight, all right, let's, we, we've done enough NFL. We've done enough uh, NASCAR. We've done some NBA. Let's get into Eric Bieniemy and Tiger Woods. So final Holy thing on, uh, on the NFL real quick. Uh, Eric Bieniemy. Obviously, he uh, he takes the job as the OC for what the Carolina Panther. No, no, uh, the commander. No, commander, sorry, Washington. Washington. Horrible, yeah, horrible yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. They they gave him offensive coordinator, but, but vice president offensive. What the fuck does that mean? Let's because terrible organizations stayed doing terrible things. They just made up a made up a position. Let's let me look at this. Hold on. When was Eric Bieniemy's first day? Uh Interview as a head coach. I should have looked this up earlier. Because it was three years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, like, 2019, 2020. Eric Bieniemy. Hold on. He interviewing him after the Tampa Bay Bucks won the Super Bowl. First right. head coach interviews. Hold on. I'm going to see. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to the earliest dated one. Uh, I believe it was, like, no, it was, like, 2019 or 18. Yeah, or that's what we said. 2018, yeah. That's, that's what, what we said. said. So we're talking about. Four years. Four years ago, right? Um, how many black coaches have been hired in the last four years? Oh, exact number? I mean, I'm not asking for an exact number, but let's see. We can go Brian Flores. Uh, oh, yeah. Lovey Smith. Uh, who else? Who else we got? 
I know there's D'Amico uh, Ryan's now. D'Amico three. Ryan's, uh, yeah. Vance Joseph. Four. Um, That's the last four years. Yeah. 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 Oh. Let's see. Black. No, th- no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. No, because we're thinking of all like the main guys. We're thinking of the guys that get like uh, the highest like defensive, offensive coordinators, things like that. Like like positions of like you know. Was Todd Bowles higher than the last four yep, years? Yep, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Steve Wilkes? Yep, Steve Wilkes. Uh, let's see. We've got... Oh, technically Mike McDaniel, according yep. to him. Yeah, Mike McDaniel. Sure. I hate that. What? He considers himself African-American. The Dolphins head coach. He's a nerdy-ass white kid. Wrong. No, he's not. No, I'm not. Wrong. No, I'm not wrong. wrong. He's a nerdy-ass white sir, kid. Sir, he identifies. Okay. He's a fucking nerdy ass will, white kid. He I probably will just gets say, no pussy either. He's married. My point I will is, say. I bet my, his fucking I bet his Call of Duty ranks well above two fifty. He's a no pussy a no status. Pussy status. Bro, and he's a white kid. Okay, so six fuck, or seven. Really? Six so or seven you're talking coaches. six, seven head coaches that are just black guys that have gotten hired. Black since, head coaches because that's what we're talking about since for Eric Bieniemy. Eric B. has been considered as a head coaching candidate, right? Yes. Obviously, because Eric Bieniemy left Kansas City, went to the Commanders to take what everyone called a lateral move, even though they gave him all this different language and all this different stuff, and basically promised him once Ron Rivera. Basically, what they're saying is basically, hey, once Ron Rivera is done, you're the guy. You're going to be first in line to take over this team. Um, that's obviously not enough for the. Uh, Jamil Hills of the world. And, of course, they've got to just jump right in on it. Like, how in God's name? Like, why is this man having to take a lateral move to a lesser franchise? <laughs> what? Tell me why. Tell me why. And it's like, what, what, what because he's black? And they're like, you're damn right it's because he's black. Dude, Perry Farrell. Buffalo Bills, 2019. Perry Fuel. Thank you. I didn't even know that yeah. one. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I do remember that one. There's another guy who's been hired. Like, you, you've got almost a dozen black guys who have been hired for black coaches who have been hired for head coaching positions since Eric Biani be, became a, uh, how do you put it, el- eligible bachelor, if you will, for a head coaching position. Hugh Jackson, we forgot. He was still oh, head coach at that time. Yeah, Hugh Jackson was there. Anthony Lynn. 2020. You just you just keep proving my point. You just keep making my point. Thank Vance, you. Vance Joseph. I, I said Vance Joseph. I know you did. I said Sep. If he becomes our head uh, defensive coordinator in Denver again, that's going to be fucking wild. Because I cannot wait for Wednesday practices. And every Broncos fan who's ever been a Broncos fan knows exactly what I'm talking about. But mm. um, I just, I, I can't for the life of me sit here and take anyone seriously who says Eric Bieniemy has not been hired because he's black because Sean you you and I have talked about we've talked about this on the show for 3 or 4 years now it's it's shocking there is something more to this and then LaShawn McCoy comes out out at all you me, have the video let me pull that up I mean, LaShawn McCoy comes out, and LaShawn McCoy played under Eric Bieniemy. 
So he's telling you the ins and outs of what this man does on a day-to-day basis with the Chiefs. And let me tell you, he holds no punches. Yep. And LaShawn McCoy, I really don't care for as a person because he seems like a dick. But he seems to be pretty honest. Like He's like, oh, I hate Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a bitch. Then he played with him, and he's like, I was wrong. He goes, I love this dude. This dude's a man. He's like, this dude's my boy. Like, LaShawn McCoy is like one of those, like, fickle people to me. But he's always, like, he runs his mouth. But but at this time, he's like, listen, I'll tell you exactly everything I saw and witnessed during my time as a Kansas City Chief. And to me, nobody in the Chiefs has come out and been like, he's wrong. It's been a few days already. <laughs> so so there's been times where other players that are no longer with the Chiefs organization come out and just be like, yeah. no, nah, he was wrong. Eric's a good coach. Everyone's kind of like... Every, everyone's that uh, what was was it that 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 I don't know what that guy that Drugi Druxy meme like he's like yeah yeah, yeah yeah what, yeah what's yeah. that dude's name oh fuck. you know who I'm talking about right yeah put his hands up uh, he's like hey. shit I can't remember I know you I know you talking yeah fuck, you know what I'm talking I... but Patrick Mahomes had the ability to come out and just be like no Eric Bieniemy is a great coach he hasn't said anything. Now, right, sure, right, right. it's possible that these guys could just be ignoring it, haven't heard it, whatever the Who case knows? may be. Who knows? But they, they, everybody has a, a but play. If you know? anybody has heard me or Joey over the last three years being like, something smells about this. <laughs> like, there is no way you've interviewed this many times for this many seasons, right. and you're not even in final consideration. Like, you don't see the Ian Rappaport tweet, the Adam Schefter tweet, right, right. the Albert Breer tweet, the, you know, one of. Uh, Tons of other guys that come out and say, hey, it's yeah, down to these sure. three. It's always, yeah, he's out of the run. And they interviewed him, and, you know, he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's listen a little. Here we go. Let's, let's, don't take it from us, because we already gave you our opinions for the last four years. We told you what we thought was happening, and LaShawn McCoy is just going to go ahead and confirm it for us. And, and there you go. I mean, he goes through the whole thing. 
he basically says, what's his value? It's Andy Reid's offense. Everybody knows it. But that's right. exactly he what he said. He doesn't do anything. And then when he goes to these interviews, he's got to be flubbing it. Because I'm, uh, we made the joke. I'm guaranteeing you they're saying, hey, draw us up. Here's the defensive play scheme. Draw us up what you would do for an offensive play. And either he is saying, A, well, I let that happen. I let Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes decide that, and that's a bad look. Or B, right. he's just trying like post routes, and he's just like, I got a guy going straight as fast as he can to the end zone. Another guy's just going to run it quick out. Yeah. And that, and yeah, like, it, just, it doesn't bad. make sense. And then they, they, and they straight up ask him. You know, at the end of this, at the end of this clip, is it? Do you do you think it has anything to do with his skin color because he's black? He says absolutely not. Because again, we just ran down the list of guys of black coaches who have been hired since Eric Bieniemy has become an eligible candidate for head coaching. It doesn't make sense. No, the the numbers don't add up. No. Why in the hell would Lovey Smith get a job over Eric Bieniemy? If Eric Bieniemy was so good. And again, this comes back to my whole fucking point about, you know, the, this whole race-driven agenda that we like. We, you know, the the, the mainstream media you can't forces blame, you down can't, our throats. You can't blame racism in the same offseason that D'Amico Ryan's was the most highly touted coach out there. Right. Gets a job immediately as as his hometown team that drafted him and mm-hmm. he wanted to go back to. And everyone's like, well, that's racism. <laughs> it's like, it, can't, it can't be racism. And so many teams wanted that man. Right. And he right. was shooting teams away. At what, right. point, at what point does an NFL team sit there and say, you know what? This man is the next Bill Belichick. He's a visionary. He is, a, he is so far ahead of the curve. He is going to win not one, not two, not three, but four plus Super Bowls wherever he gets hired. God damn it, I will I will my daddy would not let me hire a black man to do this job, so I'm not gonna do it. I don't care if it's gonna net me literally billions of dollars. No. I'm not doing it. My morals won't allow it. My morals will not allow me to hire a black man. To do this job, yeah, I will find to the a white. I will happen. find a white man <laughs> who will make me millions, and I will be happy. Uh, can you? No, can, that's just not fucking no, happening. It's stupid. That's 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 the you know and you know who's saying all these things? Stupid people. On, it, yes, it's you know what it is. It's it's the kid who uh, he plays semi pro football, and he's like, you know, I'd have been the next Randy Moss if my head coach in high school didn't hate me. Yeah, bullshit, kid. You know, uh, there's a reason why he hated you. I'd have been been the next. I'd have been the next fucking Derrick Henry. You know, if uh, if if the running back, but you know, the 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 head coach of my high school team kept playing his son at running back because that's what he wanted to do and wouldn't play me even though I was way better. It's like, oh, you would have been the next Derrick Henry. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I mean. I just watched you go for like negative seventeen yards on six carries <laughs> in a semi-pro game. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, these guys can't block for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. these, these dudes can't oh, block. Okay. Like, this yeah. quarterback doesn't know how to check into a di- proper coverage. Like, think, come oh, on, man. Think, what do you mean the A gap was wide open? Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> you know, it's like the old uh, the the, the, the oh, old, uh, going for the, the Bud Light like, commercial with Leon. It was a toss sweep. You know, it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, Leon, you guys lost the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, not my problem. I, I did what I could. Was that Marshawn well, Lynch? Well, but you fumbled the ball four times. He goes, yeah, 
if one of these other guys would have jumped on it, we wouldn't have had that problem. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have been no problem. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's that, that those are the kind of guys that that sit here and and, and think like, yeah, Eric Bieniemy is the guy that's he, he's not getting hired because he's black. Right. Right, right, right. Because we, we're we're so far we're so far removed now from like the whole like the Rooney Rule thing and you know, Lovey Smith and Tony Dungy coaching against each other in o, in 06. Like that seems like an eternity ago. We've come so far in not a lot of time. And yet the Jamil Hills, the ESPNs of the world, like they just won't let it go. They have to drum this up. They have to make it about race. They have right. to make yeah, it they do. about this because that's what gets the likes and the clicks, and that's what gets the people. And you know the Sean Kings of the world, the Talcum X's. You know they got to come out and you know say their little piece. And oh wait, I'm only gonna give you these first six sentences, and the rest is behind a paywall. And I'm like, <laughs> you literally couldn't pay me to read your bullshit. Okay, I accidentally clicked on this. Sorry. Let me exit. If, if, if I may interject with another running back story. Yes. Lendale White. Len Whale. Did the you, Len Whale. Did you see what happened? No. He's 34. Yeah. He Please. just had a Widowmaker heart attack, and he lived. Wow. What the fuck? He's just, he didn't believe in working out. He just didn't give a shit, hmm. and so they, they, he talked about how he had stints placed in his in his heart and his heart valves, and then he had like have all the shit done to him. He was essentially like like they did not make they did not seem like he was gonna come back. they were like you know you should have wow. died. It's called the Widowmaker for a reason. No mm-hmm. shit. And I sent the link in the chat really quick to, uh, a couple of days ago yesterday. I can't remember what day it was, but essentially he was like I did not work out. He goes when I went to the NFL I didn't work out. He goes I didn't do a whole squat my NFL career, not one. Wow. And he goes college nothing. He goes, I had, he goes, I ran for 1,000 yards with Reggie Bush, and he goes, you know, was it Reggie Bush? Yeah. yeah. And he goes, he goes, I didn't work out at all. But to me, that was like, blew me away. He was like, wow. I just, he goes, I refused to work out. Not me, because I remember, I remember him being like the whole Patron thing, and Len Whale, and like. Len Whale. We, all, we, yeah. all, we had all these jokes about him, like when he came out of college, out of USC, like there was there was no shortage. Right, right, right. Of, you know, we yeah, didn't we know made how, fun of him a lot. We didn't know how we accurate they of, were. Yeah. But apparently. They were pretty fucking smart. We made fun of him a lot. But we weren't wrong. Apparently, all the jokes about him not working out and eating, very true. Same thing with Eddie Lacy. Another guy. Eddie Lacy, Refused to work out. Running back, I'm just not going to do cardio. Don't know what you're doing. The whole job is for you is to be cardio efficient, and you're refusing to do the main part of your job. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like it's like hiring well, a linebacker. That's why he's probably broke as fuck right now, sitting there going, "Man, I wish." I, I don't think Eddie Lacy's so. broke. Um, Eddie Lacy made a lot of money. Not broke, but not as lucrative as he could have been. All right. Fair. Uh, last thing we're gonna get into because uh, it is already ten forty. We're we're coming up on two hours now. Um, last thing we're gonna do is Tiger Woods because obviously Tiger Woods is the straw that stirs the drink for everything golf. Everybody tunes in to watch. Who Listen, love Tiger? you can watch, you know, Cantlay or Homa or Rom or Spieth or Pedrig, whoever you want to watch. But everybody knows when Tiger plays, we're watching. And yeah. Yeah. who was it? Was it Justin Thomas? He outdrove. Yeah, uh, yeah. He handed the tampon, and then he handed, you know, just sly. Little like shook his hand and and like you know like yeah like he you was would, fucking like you fun. would like you would put a hundred dollar bill in your fingers right. and like tip the guy like discreetly, you know. And hey, then hey, people get pissed. You know 
people that get pissed off, fuck them, though. And then he hands him the tampon because he outdrove him. Basically saying, Got you're your a ass. bitch. And of course, anybody who actually loves the sport of fucking golf or loves sports at all is going to take that and laugh about it in stride. Absolutely. All the Karens and all the bullshit people are the ones who are making Well, you had fuck, uh you had you had you had what's it. her name on uh, uh from uh I think she writes for USA today. Um crap. Let me let me let me check here real quick. Uh, all I'm saying is he, he shouldn't have had to apologize. Not in my book. Not, not in I don't think anybody's not. book. You shouldn't have. When he came out and like did it like run up the rip, I was like, no, dude. I'm like, no, don't do that. Make, make people call for it. Make people call for it and then tell them to go fuck themselves. You're at the highest level of any golfer ever. You're your own. And, you know what I mean? You, you, mm-hmm. You're Tiger fucking Woods. You don't have to apologize to anybody, dude. Oh, it's Christine uh, Christine Brennan, uh, who writes for USA Today. She's a columnist for USA Today. Yeah, she was the one that uh, that initially wrote the uh, the initial response about Tiger passing the tampon, and she's a huge oh. feminist. And then she says, uh, you know, and you know, she thanks uh, Julie DeCaro, who nobody knows who she is. She looks like. I don't know. She looks like a lesbian who wrote a book. I, I don't know. I, Probably I have no did. Idea. Yeah. Uh, she says, thanks, Julie DeCaro. Quick look at the hundreds of whiny and upset golf bros reacting to Tampon Gate. Illustrates the problem for at USGA, Augusta National, etc., as they encourage Title IX women to take up golf. Many males defended uh, and even love misogyny in golf and don't want it to change. Um, okay, first of all, Christine Brennan probably Is that bitch stupid? Well, dude, this this bitch her 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 box is so crusty that it, That was the most retarded damn. thing I that was the most retarded she thing has I've a, ever this, heard. This bitch read. clearly hasn't been dicked down in at least two and a half decades. Dude. She hasn't got a good dick since college. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it clearly shows. And she's really gotta just like hop off the whole like Misogyny train thing. Yeah, no one thinks you're cool because you're pioneering and, that. Like, yeah, you know no what one. I mean? like, nobody, no one thinks you're fucking cool at all. Nobody cares, Christine Brennan, about you. Like, no one even knew who you were until this weekend. I did because I actually follow sports writing and whatever. But, um, but she's another just one of these like just, uh, to put it simply, hashtag hose mad. Like, yo, like she yeah. she found something, she latched onto it, and again, Tiger's an easy target. Course. Because of his history and whatever, but like you you severely underestimate the power of golf. Like they and remember bros. when they remember when they and tried bros. remember when they tried to bully uh they tried to bully the PGA a couple of years ago to move the Masters out of Augusta. Oh yeah, and the PGA knowing. and the PGA was like We're not part you really, of Augusta. You, you realize we can't do that, right? The and Masters like, Why has not? The Masters isn't part of the PGA. It's a non-PGA But they don't event. know that. They don't know that. You can't uplift like 12 fucking acres of dirt because these, from Georgia because and, these, it and move it to someplace else. Because these dumb broads like Christine Brennan yep. 
who want to sit here and be like, I have a voice. I'm a woman in sports. And yeah. it's like. Oh, keep embarrassing yourself. Cool. Like, yeah, keep saying dumb shit. Yeah. And I'll go to Michael's and I'll buy a whole bunch of clown paint. You can fucking wear it yeah. while you're at like, it. Like, cool. You and Jamel Hill can start a podcast today. Maybe it'll yeah. fail up. Yeah, you know, maybe nobody will uh, listen. Uh, maybe, uh, what's his name there? Fuck, Bill Simmons will hire you both yeah. to do a podcast. Maybe, they'll, they'll, maybe you'll get to enough. the point where they charge you half price for you to put it on. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and. They they think you can bully golf again. It, like you said, like okay, first of all, it's one thing. Like you're not bullying the PGA. Like they don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't care about you. Right. Golf is the most elitist, snobbiest fucking game on the planet. Second, sailboat racing. Oh, okay, all right. You're right. You're right. I, I was just saying. Yeah, never America's mind. You're right. Is I'm sorry. Probably the most yeah. elitist. Yeah, they literally will spend. Two hundred thousand dollars on the cleat. Oh, I know, but to, I'm just to saying like reel in a sale. But I'm just saying, it, like, yeah, to, yeah. to compete in it, like, yeah. They finally allowed the first black men to play on Augusta in like '91. They changed the rules for VJ Singh, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. In like '91, I think. Yeah, early which '90s. Is like early '90s, like which isn't in, that long ago. No, if you think about it, in, that's in how, my lifetime. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. so. I remember things if when you, they did that. And then on top of that, too, if you think you're going to, like, bully golf, like, bros Good into luck. being like, you know what? We need to be more welcoming to the women. Nah, dude. Like, most of us are out here just hit piss missiles. Uh, I, I don't give a shit. There's there's hit probably nukes, bro. there's probably like fucking a million there females. There is a course that did get away that did get rid of the female. Uh, tees. There's no longer male and female tees. They just go cross gender. The, they just go by the colors, blue, white, red, or like whatever. Like they just there's no longer female okay, so, male tees. So they just, just so they just stopped calling a male the, the men's and the yeah, females. Yeah, I can't remember which said, one it is. And they were like, here's the white tees. This <laughs> this is the bitch tees. Get this you, got no the you, it. you got the bitch tees, bro. There's no Sorry. way around it. Aaron. Listen, bro, if you're in from the fucking golds, I got questions or for you. Or the blacks. They got tiger tees. They call them tiger tees at, down at the Trump course that we played at. Yeah, the tiger tees are. blacks, really... those are called tiger tees. You yep. know what I mean? Like, they have those around. And I think black. in Plymouth. Careful. I, no, the blacks. No, they really are. No, they I know, are, but I they're just, black, I just, they're I just, black orbs. Like, no, but, and, I, and, and in Plymouth, too, I think they have that. Um, well, they just call, or you call, or you just call them the tips. Yeah. No, no tips. Nah, you can't do that. Tips aren't tiger tees. If you play in any course that has tiger tees, the tips are blues. The tiger tiger tees are like another like forty yards back. Like, yeah, they tiger tees are tiger tees. Because tigers, tiger. Yeah. Because he's a fucking man. But uh, yeah, and that that little pass off of the tampon, by the way, was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. And that's why I cannot wait. And I hope to God that they. Yeah, that was the the, the worst. But he also did like the. He did. He so did the Mel Gibson apology. Yeah, I know. I was going to say like. He was like, I'm sorry. I did that. I was going to say Tiger, Uh, bro. At this point in your career, given everything that's gone down, I don't think you need to apologize for nah. anything, bro. You could just do Tiger what doesn't need to apologize shot. for a yeah. goddamn thing. You could just do what you want, bro. <laughs> we've already we've already forgiven you for your past transgressions. Yep. And we've already preemptively forgiven you for your 
future. Future one. There's only one other. There's only one other person that we've forgiven. Is it's like it's Tiger Woods and it's Kobe Bryant. Nobody, we, nobody even remembers the Kobe thing. Anymore, but what do we though. forgive Kyle, Kobe for? The whole rape thing, man. Like, it wasn't whole, rape. It wasn't rape, though. I know, but like everybody sees Anybody us who at, actually thinks Kobe raped that girl is fucking retarded. No, and that's my fuck, and, and, and that's my point. Right? Did Kobe we, commit like, adultery? Of course he did. He okay, plays in, cool, he, but that's he was twenty something years old we playing in the NBA. We forgive Kobe. We forgive. We forgive Tiger. Oh Lutz. yeah, but we forgive all They're athletes for committing this... adultery. Yeah, true. Ben name me one. Name me, yeah, we, yeah, name me one athlete. Bad. Name me one athlete that we have not forgiven for committing adultery. Ray Lewis. Oscar. No, I said adultery. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were gonna say like Ray, okay, and you're like Oscar wait a minute. Oscar story. No. Um, Ray Carruth. Was that a, no? That was murder. Well, adultery first, then murder. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I got you I there because no, I mean, I he mean, created adultery just and strictly then killed the ex, no, so that way he wouldn't be wrong. Strictly <laughs> adultery. Strictly adultery. Mm, so no, so you're moving the goalpost a little. No, bit. no, no, no. He's not. No, he's not. I'm just redefining what my original point was. Mm, shit, I don't know. I don't know. Ray Rice. Exactly. He beat a bitch's ass. I know. I'm purposely doing this. Yeah. <laughs> That's way off. Sean's just being a dick. Nobody's going to forgive Ray Rice. I'm not <laughs> Actually, the NFL did forgive him, but the franchises didn't. Yeah, no shit. The NFL's like, like all right. No. The NFL came out and said, all right, we appreciate you being honest. We're going to reinstate you. All the other teams were like, owners were like, nah. You know, you know what? <laughs> I forgive Ray Rice. Yeah. You know why? Hey, because, his Mix- wife, hey, because his wife forgave him. Hey, so Joe I Mixon can't help still him. plays, right? <laughs> Joe Mixon still but plays. Now. And then everybody was all butthurt about Carl Malone judging the dunk contest because he. All like, right, what, what what's up with the Carl Malone news from Bumani Jones? Did you see that going around? What that he impregnated a thirteen-year-old girl thirty-something, forty years ago, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl Malone did. Allegedly. But that's Bumani Jones, who's like the biggest like fake piece of shit of all time. Well, yeah, she sucks. Apparently, this is a well-known story among some people. I didn't know anything about it until. This week, which leads me to believe that it's either flimsy or there, there, there has to be more to the story because there's yeah. no way that many people for that long would let him get away with that and be like, okay, yeah, right, I've exactly. never heard that before ever. Uh, no one had ever heard about it until all of a sudden he got named a judge for the uh, dunk contest because it was in Utah. Right, Clay Chase is coming out trying to get money. He has a kid who a kid. Isn't that kid uh, like 35 now, though? Yeah, but he played for, like, the Bills and the Eagles or something like that. It was like a left tackle. Carl Never Malone. Had, yeah, I'm Carl Malone. Like, every, he, was the butt, he was the butt of a lot of jokes going back. Like, now that you think about it, like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, when Jimmy Kimmel used to be, like, funny, and he would actually, like, you know, do actual blackface. You know, which he likes you to pretend that never happened because he's crying about Cecil the Lion still, still to this day. Um, God, Jimmy Kimmel's such a faggot. Um, <laughs> but he, they, they like you to believe that, like, so allegedly Carmelo knocked up when he was 20. He was at Louisiana Lafayette, whatever. He knocked up a 13 year old girl, allegedly. We don't know if she lied about her age. We have no idea. That's like, crazy. what was, we have, we have, we really have no idea. I mean, honestly, when I was 20 years old, I, I had a very close encounter with a 14-year-old girl. won't name names. Uh, I'll tell you off the air. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. 
And I was like, whoa, 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 okay. I'm like, hold up, wait, hold on. I'm going to poop, and I exit stage left. And this is when I was a like a very like going into freshman year of college. I don't think I barely 19. even graduated. And I was like, whoa, whoa. But I'll tell you right now, based on looks alone, you fucking skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I almost, I was almost a skinner. Yeah. Like I almost did it. Like and and I was like, oh my god, like holy shit, thank God and Christ. I was like, wait, I asked, I asked the appropriate questions because I wasn't like you know wildly under the influence of alcohol at that point, mm. and everything worked out and all's well that ends well. But I'm not defending Calm alone, but also. I'd like to know what's more to this story. I'm sure. Yeah, it's, yeah you know, it because like there's a big missing part. Everybody keeps saying like the NBA is under scrutiny and the NBA is coming under fire for bringing in Carmelo. And I'm like, by who? I don't. I don't see anybody really mad about this except like six or seven like white knight bros on Facebook who are you know trying to you know virtue signal so they can maybe crush some puss with their like hyper feminist like friends that they're trying to bang. I don't know like. I have no idea what the problem is, but anyway, whatever it is, it's like 40 years old. I don't really give a fuck. Carmelone, they bring in Carmelone to judge a dunk contest. The last thing I'm going to worry about is like, don't forget, he's a piece of shit from 40 years ago. I'm like, ah, so people are allowed to chop their dicks off and change their whole identities, and that's cool. But they're not allowed to mature and become better people over 40 years? Okay. Sure. 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 All right. Whatever you want, Internet. Whatever you want. That's that's what you want. That's what you get. Okay. It's our culture. Yeah, I'm with it. I, I, I just, honestly, I don't even have the fucking time or the patience for that shit. And uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of cancel culture, glad to see Tony Maz get what he got. Yeah, what, 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 what was that all about? I saw that this afternoon. Yeah, what did he say? You didn't know? No. So I don't. Wa- I don't listen to Tony Maz. I don't listen to ninety-eight-five the Sports Hub at all. But last week I haven't, came out, to, I haven't listened to Boston Sports Radio since they fired Kirk and Gallon. Um, and well, I will die on that hill. And I don't really listen to the EI either. To be and you know what? And that sucks because I loved Rich Keith. I loved Sports Radio. I loved. I loved Fourier and Maloney. Yeah. Ardway is my like one of my heroes, but when they got rid of. Ordway, uh, when they got rid of uh, Kirk and Callahan and Jerry, fuck them. I mean, I still listen to Jerry almost every day. Jerry's one of my daily listens to on yeah, his own podcast. Yeah, what did he podcast. say though? What did he so, say? So, so Felger had to take yeah. the end of the show because he was like on the road doing doing the show, and Felger's like a professional to a degree, and he said some shit in the past that's fucked up too. Um, but like what? Felger when he made fun of Ray Holiday for dying. He goes, oh, I'm a stupid pitcher flying a plane, crash into the mountain, and explode. <laughs> he made fun of a guy for dying. He made fun Roy of him Halliday. for dying. Roy wow. Halliday, yeah. Wow. He made fun of him for dying. What a shit He made he made fun of uh what a shit He made fun of black people that live in um Wisconsin. For some because he's from Wisconsin. He's like, yeah, he, that was like a weird well, fucking thing. Regardless, A, first. And he was off, just like he he's like he's like people. he's like he goes, if you're black living in Wisconsin, why? What are you doing there? 
He goes, leave, go somewhere else. Really? It was such like a weird take, and that was it years ago. Weird, yeah. But, yeah, but, a, but that was like borderline. Like things come reason. out off yeah. the cuff on radio. So anyway, well, I mean, Felger is. Well, you're gonna blame your insurance jobs. Felger, I'll move out. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Felger <laughs> has on headphones like we do. He set up like joking. A, he set up like a small mic stand. He's in like this, like almost like library, like waiting room, right? And there's two guys sitting behind him, and the two guys happen to be black. And he turns around, takes his headphones off really quickly. Oh yeah. He goes, hey guys, hey, if um if I'm too loud, just tell me. Like I'm finishing up a show. It'd be five ten minutes, and I'm out of here. And he puts his headphones back on. He's like, all right, sorry, blah 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 blah. And Tony goes, hey, can those guys hear us? And and Felga is like, no. And he goes, those look like two black guys that are gonna like mug you as soon as you like leave and like take your car. Oh no, they said they said it was uh no, it wasn't even gonna say black. He just said Jeez. it was even more they were black. than that. Yeah, it was two black guys, and he basically suggested like, oh, you better be careful. You don't want to get robbed. Or something like that, like. But then he like kept going with it. He kept laughing about it. And really? It was like, but it Jesus was just like, Christ, but it was man. just like Maz. Like you're you're a psychopath piece of shit. It really like, was. It was. It was really nothing. But it was just. It's built up to over write time. home about. Yeah. No, nah, he's always like that. He always makes those questionable jokes. But because, well, because there's nobody else. Like EI's got nobody. So everybody's looking for somebody to go after. Maz sucks anyway. I'm, I'm off. Honestly, Maz, Maz gets suspended a week. I'm like, I don't ever listen I don't to anything. 98 listen to ninety eight five ever yeah, for any reason. Fuck no. So if I wanted to listen to everybody slob Tom Brady's knob or anybody suck. Yeah, I've been dick, told so many times like, to like, oh, you're that. you're a fake ass Felger. You're a fake ass Maz or a fake ass Felger. I don't know what people call me. But they're like, oh, you're a fucking wannabe Felger or Maz or whatever. And I'm like, I have no idea who those people are. I don't yeah, listen to what them. What are you talking about? I, I honestly, I don't. I was an don't EI ever. guy from. I was the EI guy from Jump Street. I've never listened to 98.5. I don't listen. Yeah. It's not because I don't think they're good or they're yeah. not good at their job. No, no, do, I just don't want. Don't group me into your yeah, low I, level. I just don't want to hear their fucking shit ass content. Your shitty ass job. Yeah. Fuck you, you, you fucking know, faggot. Did you ever find that? Fuck you, Sean. Did you ever find the guys that uh, when you would have like arguments about sports, like especially on Facebook or, or social media, when it was, especially when it was first coming around? Do you ever find that the guys that listened to ninety eight five always held themselves like in a higher regard? Like they like they knew sports. Better. Like they knew everything better yeah, than that's you. The thing, well, that's the people the thing I listen about. to don't live around here, so that's why I appreciate their opinions. Oh, boy. Yeah, and it was just like. No, you're a dumbass and a dickhead, and I can't stand you. Yeah. Now, if I you want to listen to a contrarian, I, I mean, I like Zolak being a person. I can't stand Zolak sports takes. They're terrible. They're awful. They're He's, they're worse than his on like his on air commentary of the games. Him screaming and shit like that. Like he's like the guy that gets you excited for the game, but it's like I can't listen to this the whole game, man. Yeah, like, it's exhausting. Down. Yeah. I agree. It's exhausting. I get it. Uh, like, no. Patriots fan or not, you just he's just insufferable. He's just... If you want to listen to a contrarian, listen to me. Because I at least will, I can argue with you, and I'll <laughs> probably beat you in that argument. So, facts. You can't fuck with that. You know what I mean? Like, I had somebody, like, the other day arguing with me on Facebook the other day, and it was, like, about, like, the Chuck rule and Peyton Manning and rules changing for Peyton Manning. And I'm like, ugh. I'm like, good God, man. Yeah, I'll check I'm like, that honestly, I'm like, I literally, I, I told him, I'm like, I've literally forgotten more than you've ever learned about the NFL, right. and that was just during the right. time of this I'll check back in with you later, bro. Like, yeah. never. Peace like, out. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, I, I, I don't got time for that shit. I really don't. I've done it for so long at this point that I just don't want to do that bullshit no, I know. anymore. I know, I know. And yet, I still, every time the opportunity presents itself, I'm like, 
could do this. Should do this. For the brand. Uh, By the way, but, we got we got to start. Our, we got to get on Twitter too. Uh, yes, I believe that is he going wants, to be. He wants to be the highest paid social media platform out there for like if you put content on Twitter, oh. it gets viewed. Elon, oh. that you actually get paid for it, and because he keeps commenting saying, "I want people to understand that I am the biggest donator of all time. I bought a four hundred and four. I bought a forty-four billion dollar nonprofit company." <laughs> <laughs> Elon is doing God's work, and we should all support him. So, all right, let's do Twitter Live next week. Fuck right, it. Word, fuck it. Let's do it. The fuck hell. Facebook. I, I don't I don't know how the algorithm works with Twitter, and he's still figuring that out, too, because he says there's a lot of shit they got to figure out. Man, sure. But I Maybe think we'll jump the right one and get fucking Yeah, right. We'll, we'll, we'll be the, the ones to be like, woo, and we'll be like Dogecoin to the moon. Yeah, to the moon. All right, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Until next week, we will talk to you next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m.-ish. Yeah. Uh for Mr. Betancourt and Plizzy, I yeah. am Joey Fats. This has been Joey Fats Radio. Roll one, seat one. Give us a like and a follow. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. We'll talk to you then. Peace. Peace. Adios.